There are moments which mark your life. This is where it gets interesting. Moments when you realize nothing will ever be the same. I speak from experience. Dedication! Time is divided into two parts. The Snyder Radio. You have something interesting to say right here. Before this. No biggie. And after this. The time has come to make a choice. It's time. I know what goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? The Snyder Radio. I told you. The Snyder Yesterday, I found out that our signal in Richmond reaches into Washington, D.C., the capital of this great nation, place where I spent a few <laughs> short, intense hours in the 80s, and I'm thinking, ha! In your face, bitch! In your face! D's here! Now, deal with it! And I realize, isn't Gore teaching college in New York City? Yeah. So I would assume she's with him. You'd think. So Tipper's not even hearing me. <laughs> I'm really, I was really up for a few minutes and I keep crashing <laughs> down. When I think I was talking to Suzette, she says, isn't he teaching college in New York now? They don't hear us in New York. More work to do, Beth. Mm -hmm. More work to do. Maybe but he visits once in a while. Hopefully. Hopefully he visits once in a while. Hopefully he still has a few friends. You know, they haven't completely written him, written him off because of the beard and stuff. Yeah. And how fat he's gotten. Not a lot of politicians have beards. Do any of the politicians have beards? Not of that sort. No, they don't, right? It's no. not very big, the beard thing. Mm -mm. Yeah, I was, when I, you know, I was at that Mohonk. Uh, mountain House over this past weekend. And, you know, this thing's been around since the 1800s, and I was really taken with the fact that they had all these old pictures on the wall from back in the day. Talking about, I'm not talking about the 80s people, I'm talking about the 1880s. And everybody had beards. All the politicians, everybody. Maybe he's Big, bringing it back. Beards. Maybe he's bringing it back. Wouldn't that be a cool thing? <laughs> Big fat. Old bastards with beards in, in Washington. They're very exciting. Bring back that look. Bring back the Lincoln beard. Mm. Why how come nobody wears that one? Tough to imagine. I don't, I don't have an answer for you why they don't. Dark side. Do. You should. You should think about that. <laughs> That's a good look. It's, dude, think about it. No one's doing it. You're like completely an individual. And people in Richmond are yet to see you. So imagine like we go down there for the first time and you're sporting. The Abe Lincoln lock. I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> it's a statement, man. You know who you are. <laughs> and Nick, 
Mm. I mean, I thought about the Hitler mustache. <laughs> yeah. I Come mean, on, you've already man. got the personality and the image to go with it. <laughs> no. Not that you're a Nazi or anything like that, but you're really just people, you know, just repelled by you. So go for the ultimate statement of repulsion, <laughs> revulsion. Oh, sure. The toothbrush mustache. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. Start growing that. I think it'll be viewed more as like a, more as like a Charlie Chaplin type. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd be kind of cute. A cane. A little, a little toothbrush mustache. It's a good look for you. Beth, I haven't decided on your look yet. All right, we'll, we'll work I'll on it. I'll let you know later. what it is. Thank you. <laughs> hey, if I'm growing back the hair, everybody's doing something on this show. <laughs> but I'm still not sold on growing this hair back. And it's going to be a major undertaking. I was actually contemplating it until someone mentioned... The possibility of looking like Sideshow Bob yeah. <laughs> from The Simpsons. No, that's remote. <laughs> no, that is not remote. I went through a Sideshow Bob stage in Widowmaker, <laughs> and it was not it was not pretty hmm. because the sides, the, the shave now, and my hair is naturally curly and and, and effervescent. So if it's when it starts coming back, it's going to be Afro esque. Mm -hmm. How will I train it? What will it look like? How will it, how will it behave? There's so many unanswered questions, but enough my yakking. Good morning, everybody. It's D Snyder Radio, and today is Beth's song choice. We only play one song each day, so Beth decided to make it a goodie. And she's pretty excited because now that we're down at XL102, we've got to open up the music, the music uh, log a little bit there, open things up. We have a lot more to choose from. Wow, a little Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah, which in the younger days, which one do you like best, Mick or Keith? Or Mick. Mick. <laughs> Mick's your I mean, it's in a, his younger days, it's Keith an easy was cute. Well, you know, neither is in my top ten. But if I had to pick, I'd pick Mick. How about Brian Jones? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm stepping all over him now. Okay, we'll talk about it more later. Wake up, everybody! It's D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. Yeah. D-Sounder Radio, Radio 104 and XL 102. Dave Hill just like flew out of his bed. <laughs> Sorry, Richmond, that's very inside, but he's <laughs> freaking out. On my station? On my... He's jogging down here just to go ballistic. Uh, come monkey on, man. that's such a great song. I'm a, I'm a monkey man. I'm a monkey man. You're a minky girl, aren't you, Beth? Just tell. <laughs> You're a different woman now that you come back from your nuptials. That's right. That's right, you monkey girl, you. Good morning, everybody. D. Snyder Radio in the house. It's so nice to uh, go through the email this morning, affectionately known as D-mail in these parts. Uh, people sending their letters to D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. Just a small problem with the email yesterday, Beth. Did you hear? I did. What I like is when... You know, the people that are working for you <laughs> lie to your face. Yeah, sure, we checked it. Yeah, it's up and running, D. No problem. <laughs> liar. Chris, you're a liar. I don't know if you heard the worst part. Oh, no, I heard the worst part. A, we have a break. We opened, a, because of the syndication, we opened a brand new uh, email address, dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com. And uh, Nick and Sean said, look, uh, to the computer guy, you know, geeks back there, you know, is it working? Yep, it's working. Yeah. It's up and running. Did you check it? Yeah, we checked it. It's running. No problem. Yeah. Liar! 
Exactly. Then yesterday we were getting no mail. <laughs> Turns out somebody misspelled my name. <laughs> you suck of... <laughs> okay, misspelled so my name. You did hear the worst part. Yes, I did. <laughs> I spelled it with a Y. It's S-N-I-D-E-R. Like spider. If we can't get it right with our own company... How can we expect others to spell it correctly? You know, and I really don't even freak out about it too much. My dad gets all nuts. He gets nuts when people say Schneider or misspell it or the Schneider thing really makes him crazy. But I'm like, yeah, you know what? What's the big deal? But when it comes to an internet address, it is a big deal because spelling is everything. It's uh, it's apparently spelling sensitive. Spelling counts. It counts. Spelling counts on the internet. It does. <laughs> Somebody wrote to me, um, could you give me the link to Sebastian Boke's website <laughs> because I can't seem to get through. B-O-C-H. Well, gee, I wonder why. It's Bach. Sebastian Boke. <laughs> you know, spelling is everything. So our computer geeks completely screwed it up. But somehow we still managed to get some correspondence some correspondence, people from Richmond. This is, I mean, all of the, all of our regular peeps, whose letters I will share with you in the hours to come, uh, congratulating us. But it's nice to get a letter like this, you know. Importance, high. It's on a high importance, see. Well, I cannot tell you how pleasantly surprised I was to hear D. Snyder on Richmond Radio. Yes, we are a little backward, super conservative, and some of us do like to be entertained, but, but some of us do like to be entertained in the morning. I enjoyed the first show and can't wait to tune in tomorrow. I hope we get to keep you longer than we got to keep Howard Stern. <laughs> Later, Jennifer. Apparently, my dear friend Howard has run out of town on a rail. Um, I don't think that there's going to be that problem. There are some similarities between our programs and some distinct differences, and I think those distinct differences uh, are going to have us here hanging with you guys in Richmond for a long time to come. Also, here's a letter from uh, do -do 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 Andy Horn. Say, dude, where you been? About time you get your rowdy ass down here in good old Richmond. <laughs> Extra jazzed about your arrival. Thumbs up on your first air in Richmond. Sounded great. My first question is, when are you coming to town? When do we get to hang out with the Metal King? Andy Horn, who asked me to answer this letter, not some lower-level employee. <laughs> well, first, Andy, um, we're already planning uh, our trip down there. You know, uh, uh, I like to hang with my peeps, and uh, I plan to, uh, you know, to bring you guys into the fold as quickly as possible, and I hope you'll be as welcoming to me. Uh, secondly, sadly, I do not answer any letters because of the huge amount of email that we get. I read everyone religiously, and hopefully I'll be able to continue that as we go into more and more cities. Sometimes it takes me days to get through it all. But the fact of the matter is I can't answer letters, so I answer some of them on the air. And actually had a few more questions, but I'm going to save that for Ask D. Snyder Radio, Beth. Because right. people down there don't know, each week we do take questions from the audience and we answer them on the air. Ask D. Snyder Radio, send your questions to the same address, D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. Yesterday we all went out to lunch together to celebrate. And 
I don't don't know exactly how I felt about what happened there yesterday at Launch Beth. If I I was if I was embarrassed, if I felt old, if I felt really (laughs) stupid and silly, like I haven't felt in years. I felt like finally somebody (laughs) knows what I go through. (laughs) (laughs) I felt your pain yesterday, Beth, and you were kind of like sitting there going, "Thank you, thank you, okay, now you understand, Mr. Snyder." Okay, so we need to get into that. <laughs> we don't we need don't. to. <laughs> oh, we need to. Stick around for more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. Right on. D Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? D Snyder Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Alright, hey, um, check out uh, the Peeps website. Peep run and put together and organized and a lot of listeners of the show hang there, correspond, and the ones in the Hartford area, I'm more than happy to welcome the Virginia listeners to the fold. The address is www.dsnyder, that's with an I, radio-peeps, P-E-E-P-S dot org, a not-for-profit website. Yeah, uh, and I thank Dan from Wally World and Brian Murray in Richmond, Virginia for giving me the heads up. Uh, seems that... It seems that our new station has my name misspelled all over their website. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to send your dad down there and straighten it out. I'm going to fix your ass. Isn't that a fine howdy-do? <laughs> <laughs> it's with an I. I. It's not a proper noun. It's an adjective. Snyder. I am Snyder, the average Snyder person. Get it? Snyder. Jeez. Jeez, people. Isn't there a <laughs> memo or some kind of correspondence sent down there before There should you be. There should be. What's, what's going on here? What's going on? And uh, then I've got a letter. I can't, I, I, I can't react to this because sometimes things are taken out of context. Um. Because one a, a listener, a new listener down in uh, down there in Virginia, has told me, according to his letter, that the afternoon drive guy at XL One Hundred Two was trashing me. Now I can't believe that. The rumor must have gotten around. Have you ever seen me? I'm coming down there, so it must be a mistake. And if if it is true, there is time to rectify it. You can just apologize because I will be down there. Um, so, but I'm not going to take this uh, person to word. You know, people do like to stir the pot. Sure. You have to, you, know, you just got to say, let me look into it. Hey, D. Yes. You'll be able to talk to him uh, personally about that. His name is BT. And yeah. uh, I talked to their PD yesterday, and he's going to call you later in the nine o'clock hour to uh, welcome you here. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh he said he was going to be on our show tomorrow. Uh, so, so BT? Yeah. Okay. I was hoping that stands for big tough guy because he's <laughs> 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 
think he's calling about nine o'clock. I've got uh, my, my uh, it's interesting because uh, my nickname's MF. <laughs> so, so use your imagination we can compare initials <laughs> yes so <laughs> yesterday bt uh so yeah so yesterday you know we're really happy about the syndication i mean this is <clears throat> something we've been working for for the last two years and uh not just here uh, us on the show but very supportive people at the station here our program director Todd Thomas and our our bosses Paula Messina and Manuel Rodriguez and Harv and everybody's been really, you know, doing working hard to make this happen because they really believe in the show and that's great. So we went out for a little celebratory lunch yesterday and uh, it was great. It was just you know the 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 team, the real close team it was Nick and Darkside and Beth and Sean and Mudbone and Psycho Dan and uh, we all went out and have a nice lunch, nice restaurant in town here called Hot Tomatoes, which we frequent. Really enjoy. So uh, we're sitting there, we're all looking at the menu. And, uh, you know, Dark Side Dave, who's a little bit, I don't know how to explain it, but he's a fish out of water and it's in fancy places, you know. <laughs> you know, when he's rubbing elbows with society folk. Uh, I mean, people, we have had... <laughs> Dark side, the things I've experienced with Dark Side Dave, his first experience with more than two pieces of cutlery alongside of a plate. What's all this stuff for? We eating lunch and dinner? Uh, you know, so anyway. So we're sitting there, and a lovely waitress comes over, attractive woman comes over and says, Let me tell you about some of our specials. It is, um, today we have black and red snapper and dark side busts a gut. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing is not the word for it. An outburst where he had to cover his face with the menu. He's sitting at a table with a menu in front of his face, red, red, and giggling like he was in fifth grade. <laughs> is that? Dude, that was funny. Black and red snapper. It's a fish. I know that, but I never heard anybody say it like that, you know? <laughs> you mean in a list of specials? Right. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to a restaurant where they even had Snapper. <laughs> You've never been to a restaurant where they had waitresses. <laughs> the bus boys clean off the table after we empty the buffet. <laughs> uh, fancy yeah, I, highfalutin waitresses. I felt shame. I didn't know what, the, I mean, I, I was like, I did feel your pain, Beth. I mean, I was like, wow, for the love of God, I'm almost 47, and I feel like I'm in elementary school here. Did you notice that when she continued, when she was able to continue with the specials, she read them right to me, <laughs> I were the only one at the table? Yeah, I was sitting, I'm sitting there like, you know, with, with your, your stupid oh. friend, and you're trying to yeah. act like normal, and like you you're not with him. were lumped in just by virtue of being a man at the table with him. The entire reading, he was sitting there with the menu in front of his face, <laughs> hiding his face. And, you could, and don't think we couldn't hear you back there. <laughs> Black and red snapper. Uh, why am I the only one that really like got a kick out of that, though? I don't get it. Because you're the only one that infantile? <laughs> <laughs> because no one else thought anything but... There's a fish item on his special board. I didn't think anything. Of until course not. Snickering and I said, "What's going?" I said, oh, "I didn't even know what he was laughing nothing. at initially." Oh. <laughs> I never heard the ever, ever heard it referenced as that. 
No, not until yesterday. No, it, I mean it has been. Uh, uh, I mean, but you know, if that's if that's the basis for breaking up laughing, we call a woman's private parts just about everything in the friggin' book. You couldn't say a sentence during the course of a day without making some sort of I vague know. reference to it. No, but it was the fact that a stranger waitress came over and said, "Hi, today we have black and red." Snapper. He still yeah. thinks it's funny. Oh Did you ever notice Dude, that Darcy breaks up when you say to him, "Hey, Darcy, you got a pencil?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got lead in it. <laughs> everything. If I mean, if, we, if we're going to go down back to harken back to fourth and fifth grade, yeah, everything has a sexual connection. I apologized to her. I felt bad afterwards. <laughs> to apologize to the I waitress for cracking up at her specials menu. <laughs> you know, the whole rest of the day when she read that list she probably had a flashback she was nervous somebody was going to start laughing <laughs> at least he didn't start pointing that would have been really <laughs> embarrassing pointing at her genitals I tried to I tried to hold it in I really did but I you know no you a little success it's funny dude and you failed miserably I know um, got a letter here reacting to uh, Nick and uh, talking about the brickyard uh, yes, you know, his Friday night appearance where he was hanging out trying to pick up a straggler and then things went wrong. <laughs> SMFDSR Joe Rock reacted to that. He says, D, that's got to be the most pathetic thing I have ever heard. Nick's got a chick lined up and lost her to do his bowel issue. And I thought I had it bad. <laughs> How sad is that? Joe Rock yes. is feeling sorry for you. Well, I mean, maybe he's never been in that situation before. It's very uncomfortable. I can't sit there and have a conversation with a female knowing that, uh, you know, stuff is going on down there. Well, and you have had the experience of having an accident in your pants on your date, so you Oof, don't want that to happen true. again. Yeah. That's true. The yeah. listeners, Nick has had soiled himself on a date. Now, yeah. in fairness, that was what, seventh grade? Yeah, that was middle school. Still, right. you, it's something like that is fresh. It's always same. in the back of your mind. Yeah, it, yes, it is. Again. You live in fear of it happening yeah. again, I'm sure. Sure. I, I mean, I know when to get out. You know. You don't I, want that happening a week shy of your 28th birthday. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you get to a certain point and, you know, relieving yourself and not making a mess becomes more important than, you know, actual sex. I can but understand Nick, that. Enter this world soiling ourselves, mm -hmm. and for the most part, leave this world soiling ourselves. Matter of fact, the very last thing that happens when we we die is our bowels release. When is the period for you in your life where you're not soiling yourself? Is there going to be any time where you can just have a comfort, a mature comfort, have a bowel situation where it's under control and you feel good about yourself and you're not worried about a an, an unfortunate mistimed release in your drawers? I hope so. I've been trying to flush my system more recently. I mean, for the people in Richmond, I uh, did an interview with Dr. Duty, a nationally acclaimed uh, doctor of duty. And the only, as far as we know, he's the only one. My favorite thing about the Dr. Duty interview is that he was offstandish. <laughs> and and serious. Like when Nick tried to like kid around with him. Well, Dr. Duty, uh, you know, and, and the guy's like, 
This is a serious issue, Sarah. I'm, I'm <laughs> here to discuss bowel issues. And my name is Dr. Duty. Yeah, well, I took my that actual seriously. birth name, Duty, with yeah. an I. Mm. So, for the people who don't know already, you must flush your system out or you get a whole big buildup and you get that little pooch pouch over your genitals. <laughs> and uh, I don't want that when I'm older. You know what I mean? It's not a good A lot of women get it, but it is not a good look for a guy. So, That's uh, Duty? Yeah, that's duty in there. Yeah, that's clay impacted in there. You see a lot of women, like, when you see a woman with a big pooch pouch, you say, like, she has a lot of diarrhea. I mean, that's a telltale sign that she has issues going to the bathroom. So uh, I'm going to make sure that I don't get one of those, because I've seen some guys with that before, and it's not a, it's not a pretty sight, D. Uh, well, I'll take your word for you it. You look good, though. I mean, especially for someone who's relatively young, but still in their mid-40s. Um, I haven't got the pooch no, pouch no yet. Science. Looks good on you, though. <laughs> no, he doesn't have one. <laughs> the tough thing about having a pooch patch is getting shoes that match. <laughs> yes. Oh, so gauche when they don't match. <laughs> you have anything in an a beige. <laughs> I like beige. Well, Nick, you know, I think you you sort of actually answered your own question there. Mm. You, you saw the movie Something About Mary, right? Yeah. You remember when Ben Stiller gets advice from his friend that possibly he should release, have some sort of release before the date, so yes. he's he's not too pent up during the date, you know, and then doesn't, you know, blow his shot, so to speak. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you need to, you know, to have a rectal cleansing. Maybe you, you need to have like a fleet enema prior to the night out at the brickyard. <laughs> You know, no. cleanse the bowels and then no. go in f fresh and confident. Yeah, I would have to do that on a Tuesday or Wednesday <laughs> because there's the after effect too for me that I remember that it lasts a couple of days. Like something like that isn't like a one shot deal. So, uh, well, think about this. Maybe just like the old days, you can get your dad to do it on the bathroom floor. <laughs> And uh, like he used to do because, I mean, it'd be sort of, well, it'd be a sort of a little release for him too. You know how angry he is. And maybe he'd get a little joy out of seeing you squirming and suffering, getting a fleet enema. Well, all your secrets are coming out now in the first mm, week, Nick. That's good. We don't want people walk stumble around in the dark. Who is this Nick fella? And why is everybody treating him so strangely? Yeah. They need to know. Why are we, why are we poking him with 10-foot poles? Yeah. <laughs> well, because... He has bowel issues for starters. <laughs> and when you hear the rest of the stuff he's done. Oh, Poor bastard. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. When we return, it will be time for the recap from yesterday's program. That's right. Every morning around this time, we play a recap. Uh, and Nick spends quite a bit of time. He, uh, you know, working on the title. As a matter of fact, I'd say... What did you say, 15% of your day? Is spent no, it's not 15% of my day. A half hour. I, I just try to put together a title that works, man. And 30 minutes. Sometimes I get it out right off the bat, and those are the real good ones. But if I'm spending five, ten minutes on it, then I, I know that it's not up to par. But Okay, well, this title, this one's called Don't Choke on That Head. Okay, and uh, we'll be playing that for you when we return with more D. Snyder Radio. Stick around. is Radio 104 and XL102 in Richmond, Virginia. D.
right. I am alive. And here. Well, where exactly? I'm not sure. Syndication is a cool thing. I could be anywhere. I could be circling the globe, for God's sakes. That'll make my wife really crazy, though. Hey, later in the show, we're going to be talking with Dave Navarro. We actually recorded an interview with him yesterday. Now, now, you may be saying one of two things to that is, A, how come he's not calling in on the show? Well, many interviews are not done on the show. But what the DJs do is pretend that it's on the show. And I've done so many interviews. I've been on the other side, an interviewee. I'm an interviewee, right? I'm the person being interviewed. And they'll say, listen, we're going to play this tomorrow night, so talk like it's tomorrow night. Don't say anything about today. Refer to it like it's tomorrow. I'm like, okay. And you play make-believe. So when I started doing interviews that were, you know, on, uh, you know, that we were going to broadcast the next day, I just say, hey, we recorded this yesterday. We were talking to him. I'm not going to play that game. It's just phony, Beth. It's phony. Yeah, we don't do that. Most DJs are phonies. I'm not really a DJ anyway, because in order to be a DJ, you'd have to actually spin a disc. And so if I only play one song on the show and I only press a button, uh, that would make me much, not much of a disc jockey. More of an air personality. So we'll be talking to him later. And hey, here's our new phone number. Everybody should know it because it's toll-free line. 1-866-550-4, the number 4-D-E-E. 1-866-550-4-D. Program it into your speed dial. Carve it into your head. Write it with crayon and a piece of paper. Keep it handy because you never know when you're going to want to pick up the phone, whether, you know, for a contest or a game or just to say something or comment. Love to hear from you. And speaking of hearing from you, people are writing to the new address, our new uh, email address, D. Snyder with an I radio, D. Snyder radio at clearchannel.com. And some of our regular listeners from the Hartford area are here to congratulate us. Beth, first of all, Sandy, a.k.a. Mama Bear, is congratulating you on your nuptials. Thank you. Uh, and says, next, I want to say that I am so proud of all of you. It feels like another cub has left the cave. Mm-hmm. Cave? Cave. I am proud to say that I am a longtime peep and SMF, and I'd like to welcome all the new peeps from Virginia. To the Virginia peeps, don't listen to Nick. Or take anything he says to heart. And if he asks for money, say no and run. (laughs) Just think of him as the black loser, bottle-humping sheep of the family. (laughs) What? What are they doing to me here? Our own people. You know, throwing me under the bus before I even get a chance to warm up to the people in Richmond. Throwing you under the bus? Yeah. You know what they're, I mean? <laughs> they're, they're showing some consideration for the new listeners and trying to give them a heads up. Well, maybe I'm taking some steps in, you know, the right direction. A new direction for me. Yeah, and uh, maybe the people in Richmond don't need to hear all the skeletons. I right can now. understand you that. I mean? that. You, you want a fresh way. start. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And like, yeah, and, and I'm going to have people forget I was in Twisted Sister. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, not that I want them to, by the way, but it's just saying, you know, your past is your past. The best you can do is create a new future, but your past will always be there. You'll always be the guy that sodomized himself with a bottle for $65. Okay. Um, here's a letter from someone down in Richmond. It says, welcome to Richmond. It was a great surprise to turn on the radio this morning and hear y'all. 
Love those colloquialisms. Can't even say the word. I have always enjoyed the music XL102 played, but could not stand to listen to the morning show. But this is a much welcome and needed change. When my husband called and said, turn the radio on XL, I thought he'd lost his mind. But when I heard, but when I heard what was going on, I had to call all my friends and tell them. So welcome to you and your family to Richmond. That's from Terry McGuinn. Thank you, Terry. Damn glad to be here. And the last letter I'm going to read right now before our recap is from Vando. He's the Atlanta Braves website hacker. And he says, D, congrats to you and the gang for a great start on your ride to world domination. I lived in Virginia when I was younger, and you couldn't be broadcasting to a better bunch of people outside of the home peeps, of course. I'm sure Nick is going to be a bit much to swallow at first. Pun, definitely not intended, but Dark Side should fit right in. Okay, so so uh, again, another heads up. Okay, well, each morning we play a recap from yesterday's program from way later in the show, so you early morning listeners can feel like you're you know in the loop, like what happened later on in the show. Well, this is what happened. It's entitled, Don't Choke on That Head. It happened yesterday on D. Snyder Radio, Radio 104. And XL102. Check it out. Well, there's a mystery surrounding the discovery of a penis inside a bottle of fruit drink. A Colorado shop owner. Mystery solved. It's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it is. Thank you. No, because it's three inches. So. Oh. <laughs> yes. that's, no, that's not mine. <laughs> a Colorado shop worker found it after drinking two-thirds of the bottle oh. of potency, ironically, fruit What's punch. Oral? Aura. Oh. Potency fruit punch. Oh, my God. Please do not know how the three-inch segment got in there and are not sure if it belongs to an adult or a child. A pathologist... Captain Winky! <laughs> yes. Confirms that, yes, he did find Captain Winky and that it is a penis. Uh... Police say this is a credible witness, and they have no idea how it got in there. The bottle was sealed when he opened it. Of course, the plant spokesperson is saying, didn't get in at our plant. Some that, kind of mystery. That's it, boy. Put the dick down. <laughs> I was saying that all weekend, by the way. All weekend. To your your sound bites. Yes. Well, I wasn't saying dick. I was, I was, I modified it. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, because Cody is like, he's just, ever since he's been a little baby, he's 11, a ball. A, we'd go into Toys R Us and he would freak out when he saw the big ball bin. Mm -hmm. Ball, ball, freak. And now at 11, he's very athletic and as soon as any ball he picks up, he starts throwing it around no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's it, boy. Put the ball down. <laughs> then I had to tell him what the actual sound bite was. Um, that is really disgusting. I think that's the worst one we've ever heard. Have you seen my wiener? Which yeah, it's in mind. a bottle of potency. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings to mind, you know, forget how they get the ship in the bottle. How do they get the dick in the bottle? <laughs> I know. How did he do that? That's amazing. It was folded up. I suggest that we select the cack first. <laughs> 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 well, like I said, it's that time of year when the Guinness Book of Records comes out and we find out what new things people did just for the recognition of a blurb in a giant book. I'm afraid to hear this. Well, some people like to clean out their belly buttons just to clean them out. However, oh. Australian Graham Barker oh. likes to clean out his to collect the lint that gathers there. And he's been doing that every day since 1984, collecting a brand new world record of just 0.54 ounces, enough to get him in the record book at least this year until some other lunatic says, oh, that's the record I'll break. And 
and Darkseid's just a lunatic to do it. I can do that. You get some good lint in that belly button? Dude, you should see it, man. It now, smells, too. Uh, that's what I'm wondering <laughs> I about the smells. Do you spray Febreze on it or something? Oh. <laughs> well, his collection is perfectly preserved and cataloged, so keep that in mind if you are looking to get in there next year. Oh, Darkseid oh, so, so it's, he doesn't sit there gathering in a bowl. He, like, dates it and stuff? He said, some people gaze in their navel for inspiration. I look into mine and see navel fluff. And that's all he had to say on the matter. How do you see your navel below the man boobs? <laughs> Dark side. Mirror. <laughs> uh, British guy, Ken Edwards, former rat catcher and oh, part-time oh, entertainer. Oh, some out. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? Dude. Dark side. Why don't you, why <laughs> do you, you showered this morning, didn't you? No, yeah. he showers that night, the night before, like a little baby. Well, how did it gather since you showered last night? I'm, how does it gather? I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those miracles <laughs> yeah. of nature. It really is. You know what you should think about installing like a screen in there, like a clothes dryer? <laughs> yeah. a you could take catcher, it out. Yeah. 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 Clean the screen. <laughs> so this guy, Ken Edwards, used to catch rats, and he considers himself a part-time entertainer. He's in the record book this year for eating 36 medium-sized cockroaches in one minute. This happened on March 5th of this year. Disgusting. As part of his stage act, no, it gets better. As part of his stage act, he also stuffs 47 rats down a pair of pantyhose while wearing them. <laughs> Sean's going, hey, that's a good time. <laughs> hey, you on. haven't gotten anything else going on that, down there for a long time, Sean. Who is this guy? He's a British guy, Ken Edwards. Oh, man. Then there's Monty Pierce, who can catapult a coin just under 12 feet with his earlobe. That's a world record for furthest coin propulsion by an earlobe. I don't have it here if anyone else ever tried. <laughs> Nicky can uh, <laughs> propel a bottle. Yeah. Can you not talk about that? <laughs> he thinks the people in Richmond are going to think less of him. Yeah. Oh, believe me, if I didn't say a word and just allowed you to extol your greatness over the next couple of months, they will think less of you. <laughs> they don't need my help. <laughs> Another bizarre record includes the loudest burp. This also by British guy. Registered 118.1 decibels. Now that is comparable to a plane taking off. That's loud. Really loud. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Dark Side. And yes, Maybe it smells year, too. <laughs> <laughs> now in its 48th edition, the Guinness World Record 2002 has chapters on extreme sports, computers, medical marvels, robots, and of course the old classics fastest, slowest, tallest, and smallest. Check I it out. Gotta admit that I have. When I was a kid, purchased a Guinness Book of World Records. We used to have one here in the studio. I don't know what happened. They are curious. Yeah. Well, I, would, I think it went with the flashback lunchbox. Maybe. <laughs> I'll, Dave Hill said, I'll be taking that with me. <laughs> no more fun facts for you people. Ooh. Teach you to let me go. <laughs> We're not going to know what happened to Adam Ant on I heard, April 8, 1982. I heard XL 102 lost their uh, Guinness Book of World Records when the morning guy left on Friday. Oh. <laughs> You're already taking pot shots. I don't even know him. Know. You know what? It's, it's just, I mean, it's all, it's all fair in radio it's and radio. war. Right? It's radio. You know they're going to like show me the door one day. No way. <laughs> they might show it to you. You're not going. It's going to be very different. The day they want to get rid of me, it's going to be a very different departure. Trust me. It's going to be a brawl. It's a big, big brawl. Rolling out the door, fighting and kicking. Yeah. Somebody's getting hurt. Get, Todd's listening to this in the office right now. Taking notes. And John going, who hired this guy? Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to tell me in the actual building. We're back.
you know that's not going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to be like on a weekend when I've gone home to Long Island. You know, <laughs> I'm a good state or two away. I'll get a call from my agent and they'll say, "Listen, uh, they've decided, you know, not to pick up your contract or whatever." You know, it'll be like that. And what, what a scene, man! What a scene it will be. If Todd calls me at the office or says, D, I have something to tell you. No. <laughs> I'll be like, Todd, I hope you like the taste of hospital food. No. <laughs> Pick a window. You're leaving. <laughs> Half your office is on the first floor. <laughs> yeah, I would never throw somebody out of a second story window as far as you know. <laughs> Dangle them maybe like Suge Knight did to Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Dangle the program director by his ankles. What was that? No, no, no. I'm not that kind of guy at all. That's the old days. Yes, I have been known to get physical and take matters into my own hands, but that was the old days before I became far more well-adjusted. After selling several million albums, that does that to a man. I'm a very happy guy right now. Okay, we're going to take a break. We come back, it'll be time for our news. If, again, you are just tuning in for the first time in Richmond and saying, what the hell is going on? Ever in the 80s? <laughs> the crazy kooky video that band that had the um, makeup and stuff, the guy with the big hair, they weren't taking it and they rock. That would be me. And I'm doing your morning show now, okay? Uh, Beth, the news is next. What the hell is going on out there? Well, I'll tell you everything that's happening with Afghanistan. Also, could the terror attacks mean a baby boom in the future? One scientist says PMS may be all in our heads. Your nose and ears may not be the only thing that keeps growing as you get older. <laughs> oh, great. Survey. Oh, is it something good? <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Golfers right prefer golf over sex, at least according to one survey. John Lennon is a hip-hop artist. Sharon Stone's in the hospital. Ben Affleck in trouble with the law. And John Bon Jovi heads to the small screen. Oh, <laughs> your arch nemesis. Great, you had to end with that one. The Lex Luthor in my life. All right, well, stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104 in Hartford and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Right on. D. Snyder Radio. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Radio 104. Snyder Radio. Once something's bad, it can never get good. You think it's so bad? The more truth he tells, the worse it gets. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder. D. Snyder Radio. back. I just want to tell Brian from Richmond, thanks for the call, welcoming, welcoming us to your city. I wasn't able to pick up his call, and he couldn't hang for a while, but thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. He called on our toll-free line, 1-866-550-4-D. 1-866-550-4-D-E-E. -E. It's free. And you can email me or the show. Or anybody on the show at D Snyder with an I radio at clearchannel.com. D Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. We love to hear from you. Anything you gotta say. Anything you want to talk about. Reacting to things that we're to, that we're doing. Possibly. 
Maybe you got a question for the show. Ask D. Snyder Radio. Feel free. Maybe you just want to say, hey, welcome. Maybe you just want to tell me how much you love the program. It's only been a day, but feel free to compliment me. <laughs> Always accepted. <laughs> I react very well. Because, Beth, tell them about rule number one. If you like D, D likes you. Yes, which was very difficult with Boy George from Culture Club because I wanted to beat the crap out of him. But before I had a chance, he informed me that he was a huge fan of my band and had all my early um, unreleased singles and things like that. And I was kind of like, oh, well, thank you. So it's nice to meet a fan. Then he's sending me love notes on air sickness bags from airliners and stuff. It's tough to get rid of a boy, George, when you're nice to him. Um, let me see. Email. Oh, tomorrow on D-Snyder Radio, Sagan Zivas. Everybody up in the uh, Hartford area knows that Psycho Dan's game show. It's sweeping the nation. It'll soon be sweeping Richmond tomorrow. Fabulous game. Tune in. Find out more about that. And uh, what was the other thing I was supposed to tell him about, Nick, that just got erased with a message? Nick Lanzino will be Ryan. Oh, yes. Friday. Nick's television radio show, Nick Lentino, <laughs> OBGYN, fresh from the D. Snyder Radio Television Network. Uh, it'll be on Friday as well. Here's a few quick letters before we get into the news and find out what's going on in the world. One from Mark Thunder, regular listener to the program, says, Guys, awesome job Monday. You all came out of the gate fast and furious. Virginia will be needing a plethora of D-Euro stickers in a couple of weeks easy. I predict the next indication will be in under six months. Onward to the coast. It's two years for the first one, six months. Once it gets going, that might be a fair assessment. We'll six months for the next city. Alright, let's, let's, I, I think we'll put you down in the pool. Okay, and as far as D-Euro stickers, that's the, um, you know what Euro stickers are, Richmond? Oval, white oval stickers. You see them, they say IRL or MVVT. This is tons of them. Well, we got one to say DEE. That's our sticker. That's how you show what morning show you listening to. You're listening to. That's how you spread the disease. We'll be getting those to you. We'll find get locations to give them out. They'll have them down there. Don't worry. Letter from a uh, Richmond listener. Subject: Thank God you're in Richmond. Hello, I'm a Richmond, Virginia native. Oh, who recently lived outside of Hartford when I worked for ESPN in Bristol. I used to listen to your show on Radio 104 now and again when I was in the Hartford area. I've moved back to Virginia. Woke up this morning listening to XL 102, and to my pleasant surprise, I heard your show. Thank God you're on Richmond Radio. Finally, something good to listen to in the morning. I'm going to listen to your show every morning. I just want you to know that you will have my full support while on Richmond Radio. <laughs> Should you encounter anything similar to what has happened in the past in this town? And you picked the best radio station in Richmond to be part of XL102. That's from Apollo 1980. Um, you said while you're on <laughs> the radio in Richmond. I'm not going anywhere. I told you. It's not like... I'm a little different from the other air personalities. It's not just like you say, okay, you have to go off the air now. I'm kind of like the mob. Once you're in bed with me, it's like you can't get rid of me. That's it. That's it. I'm old school. <laughs> so, is it going to be a brawl if you want to get me off of XL102? Oh, I'm old school. <laughs> That's it. I'm just not leaving. I'm just staying here. You know, the truth of the matter is, this show uh, really... Uh, you're going to find out. It's, it's, it's you got nothing to worry about, people. It's a great show, if I do say so myself. Just ask him, he'll tell you. <laughs> Just ask me, I'll tell you. 
and uh, and uh, there's none of, none of those issues that some of the other programs had that had them tarred and feathered and run out of town on a rail. <laughs> so we won't be worrying about that. And the last letter uh, here is from Genghis John, Urban Dar- Barbarian, who's um, subject Nick's in trouble with his dad again. D, pulling up shrubs, having to report home on specific days and being checked up on at certain times. It sounds like Nick's on probation. <laughs> <laughs> Double secret. It kind of does, Nick. Yeah, it's basically what it is, I guess. Yeah. So, Genghis John says, thank God your dad didn't get you one of those low-jack ankle bracelets like the prisoners <laughs> wear. I want to know your whereabouts at all times. All right, well, okay, well, it is time for the news. Beth, do it to me. Radio Headlines. Several thousand backers of Afghanistan's Taliban government rallied today to signal they're ready for a holy war. Britain's Prime Minister Tony Blair today becomes the latest leader to warn the Taliban of impending military consequences for failing to turn over Osama bin Laden. Those Taliban guys, they're funny. Yeah. They crack me up. Yeah, they really crack me up. Because, well, you know, they made that big statement yesterday... That way you saw what happened to Russia, you're going to get some of the same. Yeah, sure. All right, let's just let's get a little clarity here. A, the Russians really didn't have their heart in the fight. You know, you didn't, there was no, I mean, it was a, it was a border war for them, and it really, it, it hadn't done anything significant to really piss them off like you've pissed us off. That's number one. Number two, yeah, you you did some pretty serious damage with the Russians. Um, who was training your troops and giving you weapons again? Oh, it was us. That's right. We were financing your war. Who's financing it now, you idiots? God, we're going to blow the turbans off those bastards. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. President Bush turns his attention this morning to the economic fallout from the attacks. He meets with members of Congress to talk about a plan that would include tax cuts, direct aid to the unemployed, and some increased federal spending. I'm so happy I'm digging Bush lately. Because I was really uncomfortable mm. just as being a man saying I didn't like Bush. Just with words that didn't fall, come naturally out of my mouth. Much as words like black and red snapper don't come naturally out of Darkseid's mouth. But now I can say, Beth, very comfortably, I like Bush. It's always an upside. I like what Bush is doing. There it is. Bush has been very impressive lately. How have you guys felt about the Bush lately? That's my Bush. That's right. That's my Bush standing tall. <laughs> Needs a trim, though. Has anybody noticed that? Well, some experts, D, are saying that a baby boom <laughs> could hit the U.S. in the next nine months as Americans turn to, quote, terror sex to combat fears of war. Better than hate sex. Further attacks. <laughs> Had some of it, uh, actually, it was between the reception and the wedding. Yes, I understand <laughs> Had some terror did. sex. According to the Los Angeles Times, post-disaster sex or, quote, end-of-the-world sex may mean the baby boom in the next nine months as Americans turn to sex to soothe fears, vulnerability, and sadness. Uh, Nick had uh, terror sex. (laughs) He did. His hand's been having morning sickness ever since. Right, Nick? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, baby. No, I don't talk to my handy. (laughs) (laughs) You've got that going for you. Talk to the hand. Well, also a new poll reveals that most Americans broke down in tears after the attacks. Poll carried out by Time and CNN. 
shows there was an outpouring of emotions and patriotic fervor in the aftermath. Around 79% also told someone they love them. 70% sang God Bless America. 63% sang the Star Spangled Banner. And 67% prayed or attended a religious ceremony. 64% admitted to crying. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting, those numbers. Because I did sing the Star Spangled Banner. I sang, what was that, God Bless America? Mm -hmm. I did cry. What was the other ones? Uh, attended a religious ceremony or prayed. And I did attend a religious ceremony and did pray while having terror sex. <laughs> it was kind of odd. That was like, what the hell's going on back there? I said, nothing. Just just feeling very patriotic, honey, and just grateful. Glad well, you always are your one to cover all the bases, I guess. There was dark side set. Hey, Michelle, let's F. <laughs> <laughs> always doing your part, aren't you, dark side day? I'm a romantic, so. <laughs> Glad to hear that. <laughs> Well, there is a new heavyweight champion of beers, and it is Bud Light. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports that the lower-calorie beer has toppled Budweiser to become the best-selling beer in America. Of course, Kaiser Bush is happy as they make both brands. So it's Told not the you. king of beers anymore. Bud the Light queen. is... <laughs> Just because the beer is light doesn't make you less masculine, Dark Side. It's less calories. People are concerned with the caloric yeah. intake. Yeah, it's watered down. Come on, nothing washes down a black and red snapper <laughs> yeah. better than a Bud Light. Well, some interesting news for smokers and ex-smokers and ex-current smokers. Quitting smoking and then starting again may be even more damaging than never trying to give up at all, at least according to one new study. Oh, great. Give Nick an excuse. I know. Why don't you? Just keep on smoking, Nick. Lung function apparently worsens quicker after a failed attempt at giving up smoking, according to a Swedish study of 1,000 smokers. Study shows there are still massive positive effects of quitting. But smokers should be really determined before they try to give up. Well, I don't know. It kind of makes sense. They say the same thing about yo-yo dieting. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's really bad for your heart and stuff to lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. So I could see that being a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so, I mean, Nick, do you, th you see, you foresee a day mm -hmm. sometime in the future Will you quit smoking? Yeah, I was thinking about that the past couple of days. Uh, someday I will. Um, but I have to be ready to completely stop. I can't do it half fast. Especially I, in I light of this new survey. Work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I as your friend. As your friend. I mean, you know, and I'm all in favor to tell you to stop smoking. But with all that's going on, you know, living in a room, financial issues, dad's on your case, probably not the best time to stop smoking. No. Well, on a purely aesthetic level, Nick, I mean, you're a, you're a good-looking guy, and you used to have a really nice rack of teeth. Yeah. With the coffee oh. and the tobacco. Yeah. <sighs> now he's like looks like George Washington. Oof. No, you're a good-looking teeth. Do you know that? No, I, I got this new toothpaste, and it's taken away some of Stan's it's, it's The working. toothpaste is powerless over the tobacco and caffeine. <laughs> yeah, but I... You want to brush the cigarettes. <laughs> no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it all in one shot. I'm going to quit smoking eventually and get my teeth bleached. 
not like that real, like <laughs> from the dentist. Yeah, yeah, not not very very white. Like I, I got a bleach mine. <laughs> I got a mine getting yellowed out, man, from all the coffee I drank. Yeah, I did it before yeah. my wedding. Did you? Uh huh. I did it a few years ago before I did the movie Strangeland, and it really works. It's really cool. Mm. No, but I did like the, the stuff, the longer term one. Is that what you did, Beth? Where they I went the to the, well, mouth? of course, I went to the dentist. I'm not going to trust some No, 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 no. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> just sitting there with Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> Clorox and a Q-tip. You look here, it it's wider already. No, no, did you get the little you know, mouthpiece yeah, made? Yeah, yeah, the trays, yeah. Yeah, and it really works. Mm -hmm. It's really good. But it really does. Cheyenne said... Kick, Ted, your teeth are yellow yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, okay, time to go in and get the clean. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, more news, plenty more news. Life is good. Life is good, Beth. It's good if just let it be good. Mm -hmm. On D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. It's Ask D. Snyder Radio, and you can send your questions, any questions, from me, Beth, Darkside, Nick, anything you want to ask. Each week, we do Ask D. Snyder Radio. We've been doing it for two years. Send them to D. Snyder Radio. That's Snyder with an I at clearchannel.com. Yes, I am aware. That my new station, who welcomed me with open arms, has misspelled my name on the website. This will be rectified. I've been assured. Snyder with an I. Okay, and uh, coming later this week, by the way, www.dsnyderradio.com. Website exclusively dedicated to D. Snyder Radio, which will include a player's guide which will help you, the new listener, and not just down uh, Virginia way, but up this way. We get new listeners all the time. Say, what that? Who, who's that he referred to? Connor? Who's Connor? See in the player's guide. Oh, Connor. Dark Side Days, little baby boy, a.k.a. the boy. <laughs> <laughs> As in, Michelle, get the boy. We're going hunting. Uh, also, well, let me see. Oh, our phone number. Now something else for you to jot down. Brand new toll-free number. Calls are free. That's hence the term. 1-866-550-4-D. The number 4-D-E-E. -E. Got it? Good. A couple reactions here, Beth. Here's one uh, from a Richmonder. Says, D, I'm happy that you've come to save the day for us Richmonders. Hell yes. I normally was forced to listen to wussy stations. Then when I got in my car this morning at 6.45 a.m., I hear your voice, like hearing a voice from my own personal heaven. It's a beautiful place. It's a heavy metal heaven, Beth. I figured that XL102 had made a change in the time that the House of Hair aired or something. Oh, so they got the House of Hair there? Excellent. I was not expecting this miracle to take place, but damn, am I glad it did. I hope that my fellow Richmonders are doing like me and welcoming you in as part of the family, man. It's from Kelly Inge in Richmond, VA. In VA. 
And uh, from Spudfish, who's one of our regulars up here uh, in the Northeast, says, D, you've just been syndicated. What are you going to do now? Disneyland. That's right. Actually, I am going there in a few weeks. I'm very happy this is all coming together for you. One question. you guys Are you guys going to be sending D euros to Richmond? It's a great way to plaster the U.S. from Spudfish. Yeah, of course, we're going to get the D euro stickers down there so people can represent. And the last letter comes in from Ignat, Ignaps regarding going stag to a wedding. D, I almost hate to say this, but I've got to agree with Nick about his ideas of going stag to a wedding. Think about it. It's the perfect place to meet a single woman. First, no matter where she goes, no matter what she look, no, no matter where she looks, she's reminded that other women are meeting eligible men and settling down. See, mm-hmm. see how, mm-hmm. see how the devious male mind works, Beth. Second, if she happens to be a bridesmaid, even better. Everyone knows they can't wait to get out of them fugly dresses. <laughs> And finally, there's usually enough alcohol at a wedding to make even me, being Ignaps, appear charming. <laughs> so uh, so Ignaps agrees with you there, uh, there Nick. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it more. Weddings, I hope I get invited to more of them. I got a couple coming up this fall. But uh, it's a perfect place to meet chicks because... You could hook up with them, and it could be like a one-night thing, just like the wedding's a one-shot deal. You know what I mean? So yeah. you just sleep with them for that night, and you know the next day you say, well, we're at a wedding together, so yeah, I'll see you later. Hey, uh, Jeb from Richmond's on the phone. Good morning, Jeb. How are you? Hello. Jeb? How you doing, man? Uh, could be better. What's up? Uh, I want my old radio station back. Which one was that? 102. Oh, you mean the, mor- the old morning show? Why? Yeah. What did the old What did the old morning show give you uh, that well, you like so much? Well, I've listened to the station most of my life, and Jeff has been on the air a good while. Yeah, I know. And, you know, there's no music, no local news, no traffic, no weather. You know, I don't yeah. know what oh, about it, but... Jeff, yeah, they're not giving you, they're not giving you uh, traffic? Well, you know, not that I, I don't really care about the traffic. I just like to know what's going on in my my city and what's happening here. I don't really care about what's happening in Connecticut. I understand. Well, we don't, we don't talk about Connecticut that much up here. We talk about the world, Jeb. And I understand, you know, I, I know the guy, what was the guy's name who was, on, who was on here before? Jeff? Yeah. You, yeah. I know that he had, had a partner, right? And they were on for like 10 years, yeah. right? And then like a year ago, him, him and the partner, they broke up, right? They stopped yeah. being on the I air together. I figure out what would happen to that. Yeah, that's that's where things kind of went south with the show. You know, uh-huh. it sucks. You know, I, I understand. I understand Jeff's pain. Well, dude, I understand what you're saying, but it's not going to happen. So uh-huh. give it, give the show a try, and if it don't work for you, I'm sure there's some other station that you can listen to. Because, like I said, really, at this point, XL102 stuck. Like I'm, I'm old school. You know, I mean, like you know, if if I was Jeff, that guy Jeff. It would have been bloody. <laughs> it would have been bloody, you know. So, uh, but yeah, you can feel Jeff's pain. He's been listening to a show for 10 years, and the guy's gone. But it's just, it's just a sad way of the world. The good news, Jeb, is I plan on retiring in five. <laughs> so in five years, I'll be gone. So that, that's all you got to worry about. Okay, it is time. You know, and all we're really saying, Jeb, is give D a chance. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? I think it's it's what John Lennon once said. <laughs> All we are saying is give D a chance, Jeff. 
You understand? All we are saying Give me a chance Just keep singing that, Jeb, over and over until you believe it, man. You gotta believe it. Beth, time to yes. get back to the national... The in- We're not local news, we're international. You got a story in there about Romania, don't you? Uh, if I don't, I'm sure I'll come up with one. <laughs> well, what do you got? Well... One psychologist, Maria Luisa Marvin, writing in the current issue of Health Psychology, thinks that PMS may be in one's head. She says that the more, the more a woman expects to feel cranky and bloated before her period, the more likely she is to suffer. She says most women believe that extreme mood swings are part of the process, even if they don't personally suffer the symptoms that they have heard and read about. Well, somebody sure is a grumpy Gus today. No kidding. I could see that. You could feed into something. You can, you know, the more you accept it as the way it is, the more the more you believe that you're going to be grumpy, you, you got to be grumpier. I think that maybe part of it is psychological. And like you said, it sort of feeds into itself and breeds a worse problem but it's absolutely physiological but to what degree i've got a sister-in-law who stays so she has three good days a month and this is this is like the word i have three good days a month <laughs> this isn't one of them. so i mean if that's <laughs> if that's your mindset if yeah. you believe that all you have are three good days a month and you've actually calculated the three well it's it's effed isn't it <laughs> what, what chance do you have of having a good day if you've already convinced yourself that there's only three good days a month? Now, Beth, I noticed that mm-hmm. you don't inconvenience anybody with, with a lot of, you know, a lot of the uh, frills and extras that, uh, that, PM, that you know, <laughs> that, that your friend can bring each month. You're welcome. Pretty, we don't even notice. We don't even notice. It's, it's like I a blip. I know. I've challenged you guys to try to notice, and you've never come up. Right. I noticed when Nick's um, having his year. <laughs> he's always just a little more edgy, a little cranky. He only has two good days a month in this. <laughs> a little bloated, a little bloated. <laughs> well, doctors at a German university, here's a study you're going to like, I think, say penises may actually continue to grow during adulthood. What they did is measure 143 male sex organs for the study. They said while older men had longer penises than younger men... That was reversed when they were aroused. Let me tell you about it. Research showed that men ages 18 to 19 had an average length of 3.4 inches versus men aged 40 to 60 who measured 3.6, a difference of 0.2 inches. However, that reverses during an aroused stage where the young men had an average of 5.7 and the older men, 5.58. So, if you had to choose Nicholas Lentino, <laughs> would you rather stage A or stage B? A little longer than D, I'd like you to answer. I got I, I to go with the uh, penis longer during erection, because that's when you're doing all your damage. You know what I mean? That seems logical. <laughs> <laughs> damage. Interesting way to put it. That's when you're breaking right. stuff. Uh, when you're walking around during the day and it's, you know, zippered up and everything, who cares? But when, when you're in that zone, yeah, you need the length there at that time. You know, I mean, uh, Nick has a good point, because, I mean, uh, first of all, 
you know, I've been out of the field for many years now, a couple decades at least. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't, but from Nick's point of view, by the time it makes its first appearance, by the time the penis is introduced, it's already in an aroused state. Right, mm -hmm. Nick? Oh, yeah. So you want it looking its best <laughs> <laughs> at that point. Not when it's in the pants, just, you know, hanging around. It's not doing <laughs> like anybody any good in there anyway. <laughs> like it does. You know, it's interesting what you say about it. with age, the penis gets longer because Bob Hope's penis, seven feet long. <laughs> Apparently incredible, incredible length on, that, on his penis. But aroused, he's like four inches. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does keep going. <laughs> well, another new survey... It shows that golfers may prefer their sport over sex and money. Today's Golfer magazine found 94% oh. also wouldn't let a boss beat them at a round of golf. 5,000 readers were polled. 90% would prefer a set of clubs to a supply of Viagra. <laughs> You're clearly gay. There's nothing really to say about that. I think you all know that. <laughs> Also, a majority of golfers would rather play golf with Tiger Woods than get a Ferrari. Oh, God, you guys are such losers. <laughs> I'm sorry, we just, this is where we go off the trail right here. We just part our ways with you golfers. You'd rather play golf with Tiger Woods than get a Ferrari. Retard. <laughs> How sad is that? And you said sex, too? Yeah. Rather golf than sex? Well, with who? <laughs> There's a good question. Well, they Because, <laughs> you know, it depends on who. I mean, you know, there's some women that I'd rather play golf rather than have sex with, I'm sure. And I hate golf. But, I mean, that's just... I, I you know, let it be known. In case there's any question at this point, I can't stand golf. And I know there are people out there that love the sport. It is just sport. I Oh, I use the S word. And we know it's not. It's a skill, not a sport. We've had this discussion many, many times. And uh, we, don't, we don't have any golfers on the show. There's nobody to stand up for golf here. Nick, you know what? Mm. I see you, you know, doing the back nine with Biff and Todd <laughs> in the future. I play you're golf. a chameleon. I'm not a I think you're the you're what Culture Club was singing about. The karma chameleon. No, I I liked playing golf. I played golf for two or three years, um, like three, four you times. You never a week. told me that. Yeah, sure. He, has he ever told us that dark side? I never heard anything about it. Yeah, when I was when I was right out of college. He's always been a big fan of golf. <laughs> right out of no, college, not like that. In Scotland. No, I went on hackers I'm courses. I went on uh, I went on public courses to teach myself and stuff. Club, I I never, no, I never took <laughs> lessons at the country so club or anything golf. like that. No, it wasn't like that. I golf. That's what I do. I golf. <laughs> Caddy, fetch me my nine iron. No, I specifically asked for a Negro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up with that, Nick? <laughs> well, you know, it's tradition. Somebody needs to wash my balls. <laughs> Somebody wash my balls, please. No, I what was... Is this? I never... I mean, in two years, you've never mentioned you played golf. 
I don't know. I played a bit. It's because I suck now. I mean, I was just teaching myself. Like I said, I never went or belonged to a country club or took lessons, but I got on the course. I mean, I was always with friends. There was always beer there and stuff. So um, that makes it cool. like that makes it cool. Well, no, I wasn't that serious about it. You know, I was hey, just look, trying to teach myself. But you're in I think majority, it's a good. You're in a majority here, I think, because a lot of people like golf. But yeah. You know, I hate it, but it's okay. I don't think. All right, I think a little less of you than I did earlier, but I wasn't thinking that highly. <laughs> Once you, in you the get first into place. it, though, it, it's it, it's really cool. I mean, you, you uh, get into it. You guys don't understand, but it gets pretty competitive, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm talking to Dark Side. You've never played an organized Look, sport in your freaking very, life. Very, very gay. You claim to be a football player. You played in the street when you were 12 years old. I like to play football. I like to play football. Oh my God. To play football. <laughs> this is a little more manly than swinging a stick at a little tiny ball. Oh, you look I'm real manly. I'm grabbing there. my club and getting the ball in the hole. I'm all for that. <laughs> Just not on a golf course. <laughs> Yeah, don't we have to take a break, don't we? <laughs> yes. yes, we do. We I do. I didn't even get to my Sharon Stone story and my. Well, maybe we should do more Ben Affleck story. Do we, do we want to do more news? Want a little bit? Some good stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah sure. We'll good do stuff. more news. Okay, well, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You can do your Sharon yeah. Bone and Ben Flack, whatever his name is, stories. Okay. <laughs> Far be it from me to prevent you from doing the news, the hard news, contrary to what Jeb said. Okay, so stick around for more D. Snyder Radio, people. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. You're taking a stand here now. I'm looking forward to it. A man of character. Let him talk. On Radio 104. Phone number to use to call 1-866-550-4-D. Number 4-D-E-E. -E. His letter says, hi guys, this is Glow. First, I want to say congratulations, Beth, on your wedding. Thank you, Glow. And welcome back. Thank God you're back. Yes, I love Sebastian, Dickie, Mick Foley, Chaz. But Beth, you belong. You are the glue that keeps the show together. I am the glue. That they were giggling like little schoolboys when the Glue. teacher steps out of the room. We need you. Says, please don't leave again. I will try my All right, best. Glow. We get the we get the idea. Also, are you guys going to bring back the family feud? I love that game. I like to say welcome to the new listeners in Richmond, Virginia. You're going to love this show. The more, the merrier. Keep up the great work. As a matter of fact, Glow, we are bringing back the feud Thursday. We have a D. Snyder Radio family feud. We do it D. Snyder Radio style, and we uh, get the listeners involved. Prize packs are given out, and life is good. Also, a new feature on D. Snyder Radio is going to be Mudbone's Weekend Weather Outlook. Each Friday, our very own Mudbone will be uh, telling you what, you know, I mean, giving a heads up nationally on what kind of weather you'd look forward to. Right, Mud? I mean, uh, that's right. You got them covered. Right. You got them covered. And, you know, and. Oh, yeah. And none of this, you know, the thing I like about you, Mudbone, is you're a straight talker. I mean, none of this 
BS, you know, fancy schmancy, oh, uh, the uh, heat index and blah, 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 and uh, you gotta give straight talk. Good stuff. You're going to give straight talk, straight right? Straight talk, right to the point, no BSing. Give it right. to I a mean, rock. If it's cold, you're going to say it's effing cold, right? right. That's right. <laughs> Good. Let them know. Good. Mudbone's weekend weather outlook. Look forward to that. Uh-oh, Dark Side. <laughs> <laughs> saw that call, huh? Yeah, I saw that. Dark Side's brother's on the phone. Light Side. <laughs> dick. <laughs> what was that? Dick? Why didn't you hear you? Dickhead. Light side, how are you? Good morning. What's up, brother? Congratulations. Hey, thanks very much, man. So, uh, what's on your mind? Dude, my brother took golf lessons. (gasps) (laughs) Why did you think we wouldn't find out? Dude, it was a summer. (laughs) It was one summer before he was going to high school. He wore the little, you know, the collared shirt. No, I didn't. Oh, did he? That is BS. Totally outed. No, that's BS. So you took golf lessons. Wait a minute. You took golf lessons. You admit that, but you didn't wear the Uh, shirt. No, I didn't wear no shirt. I took them for, it was um, once or twice a week for like one month, and I couldn't stand it. I never, I I just didn't like it. I never got into it, you know? It was the thing, because back then, like, some of my friends in school, the few friends that I had were into it and stuff, and I figured give it a shot. I couldn't oh, stand it. I didn't like it. You are such a Wait, liar. I thought you grew up in a trailer park. <laughs> people in the trailer park are, are, are rubbing elbows with society. <laughs> Light side, what's going on here? If you hop on the bus, you know, you take it to the town line. Did, did you not want to be on the high school golf team? At All right, hey, Rob. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Where's his drop button? <laughs> 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 Is that true, Lightside? Dude, I swear to God, I remember the conversation uh, between him and my mother. Oh hey, man. listen, thank you for the call, Lightside. Darkside, if we can't believe in me, a man who takes pictures of his own duty, who can we believe? I'm telling you, dude, it wasn't like that, but that's okay. That's what, what do you mean it wasn't like that? No, I, I just told you, man. A lot of my friends or so-called friends in high school were into it, and I figured it might be the thing to do, and I tried it. I took a few lessons, and I sucked, and I couldn't stand it, so I stopped. I think golf is stupid. It <laughs> no, sucks. No, because you sucked. That's why you, you thought it sucked. Are you a poser dirtbag? Are you a poser dirtbag? <laughs> oh, he totally is. Me? No, how am I a poser dirt? I was like 15 years old, 14, 15 years old. I figured give something a shot, and I haven't done it since. I can't stand it. I'm not lying about that. It's okay if you like right. golf. I don't care about golf. That's okay. It's because okay. you sucked at it. Some of I your friends are in the armor, Beth. Got a couple of uh, letters here reacting to things we were talking about yesterday, Beth, um, from Damn It All. First, congratulations, Beth. By the way, people, the address is D Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. D Snyder with an I at radio at clearchannel.com. Congratulations, Beth. And congratulations to all of us on the second market you just we've just opened up in Virginia. Here's what I learned on Monday. Sean has a three-inch wiener. <laughs> and here's something ironic. There's a new song out on the radio now, Nelly Furtado. He must have wrote it about Sean. The song is called Hung Like a Bird. Is it's that not true? called Hung Like a Bird. What is it called? I'm like a bird. Yeah, oh. I'm like a bird. <laughs> What is it called? I'm like a bird. Oh, oh okay. Or just okay. like you, a bird. I was going, who could write a song called I'm like a bird? Anyway, I thought maybe it could be your new background music. And yeah, then a letter from Doc B, our resident uh, physician, regarding, says this is Sobe update. Sobe beverages. Fine beverage. 
says, D, Monday's show certainly presented a smorgasbord of topics to write about, but I must choose one. Let's see. Mm, scrotum in the bowl. Nick's not nut hanging loose. A dick in a bottle. Oh, that's the one. I have inside information to which Beth was not privy. It seems that Sobe, Be Sobe Beverage Company has secretly been testing new flavors, but one bottle must have escaped. See, that was a Sobe beverage, uh, the one with the penis in it, Beth. Some have ginseng, some yeah. have guarana. <laughs> well, this is if the, some of the titles they're working with. Passion Fruit Penis, Florida Foreskin, Gonad Grape, Winter Fresh Wang. I think that may have been the one. <laughs> Dickie Barrett's favorite, Purple Pud and Minty Meat. And the new slogan they're going to work with, I'll be saying it soon when I do the Sobe ads. Say hello to your new little friend. <laughs> this is from Doc V. That's the new Sobe slogan for their penis in a bottle. Say so. hello to my little friend. My new little friend. All right. We're going to uh, time now, Beth, want some stories I know you've been wanting to, to tell us about, so please enlighten us. Let me just get to these few. First of all, Sharon Stone had some scary moments as she was rushed to the hospital. After sudden head pains, doctors Ooh, uh. discovered she had suffered a brain aneurysm. The 42-year-old was rushed to a San Francisco hospital Saturday by her husband, Phil Bronstein, after complaining of severe headaches. She was admitted with bleeding on the brain. Tests revealed... She had a very small aneurysm, too small to be operated on. She'll remain in the hospital for the rest of the week for observation. Her spokeswoman says the doctor expects no further problems or complications, and they don't know the cause. The husband should be a little more careful and let her shift down a little so she's not smacking into the headboard. Haven't they been spending a lot of time in a hospital lately? Wasn't well, he, her husband... He was attacked by a giant lizard. He was mauled, right? By like, <laughs> mauled, mauled. So yeah, they have had some health problems this year. The Stones and Bronsteins. Well, let me tell you about Yoko Ono's latest statement. She said that if John Lennon had not been gunned down and if he were alive today, he likely would be a hip-hop artist. <laughs> she said, quote, I'm sure he'd be writing something that was very new and important, like a rap song. He had it in him. I can't even begin to imagine. And she is clearly... She was in... Oh, here, here it is. Lost tape. Here it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it works. Yeah. He's a hip-hop artist. Yeah, he... Been tons, thousands of his fans, millions of his fans would have been taking their own lives. <laughs> People would have freaked out. Boy. Hey, you know, uh, on that Sharon Stone thing, good news. Because yeah. although she had that brain aneurysm, apparently her vagina's fine. Very good. So she's, <laughs> she's ready for uh, that, that sequel she's Basic working on. Instinct. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct, too. Great. Totally ready. Well, that no is... problems there. See, always, I say, that is good news. Ben Affleck is in trouble with the police, was anyway, in Georgia. He was clocked driving 114 miles an hour in Georgia and was given a ticket for $1,114, but was allowed to go on his way. He was not arrested. 29-year-old was on vacation in Georgia and was driving a black Cadillac at the time. He was in a 70-mile-an-hour zone. <laughs> hey, that's something, uh, Mudbone, you grew up in Atlanta. You understand driving a black Cadillac at 114 <laughs> miles an hour? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to stick and move, stick and move real fast. <laughs> Mudbone called it a getaway. You know? <laughs> it wasn't a vacation. It was a little different. 
<laughs> this guy's been in some trouble lately. Ben Affleck, first rehab now this. He's a loose cannon. Mm -hmm. Well, finally, I didn't want to end the newscast without telling you about this day. John Bon Jovi will be hanging out with the cast of Ally McBeal. He has signed on for nine episodes this season. A little shot in the arm for that show. He'll start filming in early November, and his episodes will start airing in January. Details about his character have not been released, but Bon Jovi says he's looking forward to the challenge and says he, quote, knows a little about acting and a lot about love. Duly noted. End quote. Shot oh, <laughs> Shot to the head. Is he going to sing? I hope. He's like, well, I don't know. I'm up for the challenge of boning Sarah Jessica Parker. Or Callista Flockhart. Yeah, or Callista. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong show. I thought he was going to be on Sex and the City. Uh, That's why I got confused there. Maybe he's doing that one too. No, seriously. I, when you were saying the story, I said, oh, that's an old announcement. I thought he was going to be on Sex and the City. No, oh, Ally McBeal. He's all over the place. Oh. I don't know. I've you know I've been hearing about this guy's acting ability. I'm I'm not a fan, as you can tell by the no Bon Jovi stickers all over my computer. Um, and uh, I, I've yet I've only seen one performance. It was in that UK submarine thing that he did, and I thought he was pretty crappy. I saw him in that Moonlight over Valentino or under Valentino or whatever, and I thought he did a good job. And you should explain to the people that John Bon Jovi has been nothing but nice to you ever, and that you actually do like some of his songs, but your hatred of him is rooted in your thinking that he's too attractive for his own good. That about sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate pretty boys yes with the exception of sebastian bach who is a very ugly person inside inside sebastian is like a, the drummer from slayer okay so i can excuse him but yeah i got a problem with guys who are real pretty yeah i do and yes he's always been very nice to me which makes me even more suspicious <laughs> what's he up to i don't trust good looking guys who are nice to me they've got no motivation mm -hmm. at all right Oh, this is good news, by the way. I, I so, you know, you talk about the silver lining to every dark cloud. Um, Ali McBeal, he's going to be a gay guy. So, you know, it's not like he's going to be bone and alley or something like that, which is good. <laughs> Yankees 8-1 over the White Sox. Tampa Bay 10-3 beating the Red Sox. Pittsburgh over the Mets 5-1. Toronto shuts out the Orioles 1-0. And in Monday Night Football, 49ers beat the Jets 19-17. Let me explain to you. What was that, Dark said? Oh, oh, misery likes company. <laughs> so you want to see the New York team beaten in their first home game after a tragedy. Oh, why do you got to turn it on me like that? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> sure. Go right ahead. That's okay. That's not right. Yeah, it's like all the crying children who were leaving the stadium oh, last night. Oh, D, don't it? put it on me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. Hey, this is what's going on next, people. It's called Hypothetically. It's a little thing we do where you, the listeners, send in your hypothetical situations to us, the show, at uh, DSnyder Radio at clearchannel.com, and we explore the possibilities. Sound confusing? It isn't. Stick around for more DSnyder Radio, and you'll get it. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. DSnyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. The morning show has slightly different rules. You say that, D. There are a lot of wrongs there. Get used to it. On Radio 104. Now 
Phone number 1-866-550-4D. Number 4-D-E-E. Okay? The email address, D. Snyder Radio. That's Snyder with an I at clearchannel.com. Use it. Write. Express yourself. Every letter is read by yours truly. Every single one. Except for those, like, insane forwarding jokes. We kind of don't read those. Because they're a pain in the ass to print out. And uh, I get a lot of mail. We don't have time to read the forwards. Much as I would like to. And don't feel bad. I delete my family's forwards as well. Um, and uh, coming later this week, look forward to DSnyderRadio.com, a website that's full of surprises, including sound clips from legendary moments in D. Snyder Radio past, and a uh, player's guide, which will help you figure out what the F is going on on this show. Dave Navarro. By the way, we spoke to him yesterday of the uh, of Jane's Addiction fame, Red, the Chili Peppers fame, solo artist. He's back with Jane's Addiction again. They're on the road. We spoke to him yesterday. We got an interview with him a little later on in the show. Oh, and if you want to get hooked up, you want to start getting into the groove, our listeners, our fans, we call them peeps, they got their own website that they started themselves. It's dsnyderradio-peeps, P-E-E-P-S dot org. Go there. There's a message board, all kinds of stuff on there. It's pretty interesting. So uh, you want to check that as well. Some reactions before we get into hypothetically, Beth. <clears throat> interesting, interesting reactions. Uh, yesterday, you were talking about the Guinness Book, the new Guinness Book mm -hmm. of World Records. Well, Eric from Waterbury writes, say, D, I'll have to look. I will have to look. But isn't Nick in the new Guinness Book of World Records for doing the most idiotic things over a two-year span without getting fired? <laughs> um, did you get the little certificate, Nick? No. No. Did you submit your entry? Yeah. No. <laughs> he doesn't like to brag. Um, he doesn't a letter. do it for the glory. A welcome letter from Richmond. Nice to get those. Uh, subject, congrats. D, we are so glad to hear you on XL102 here in Richmond, Virginia. We are a local area. We are a local area rock band called Recool and have been devoted fans of Twisted Sister for years. My husband, lead vocals, and bass, Buck Roos, still tell everyone when the topic comes up that The Price is one of the best, if not the best, rock ballads the 80s ever gave us. Thank you. Our best wishes for your radio show uh, on the air here in Richmond. That's from Jennifer Roos. Recool. All right? That's the band Recool. Thank you for that letter, Jennifer. Appreciate it. And Fresh Frankie has a little letter here saying, uh, and Beth... The Peeps Network is starting its inevitable march across this great country of ours, and eventually the world. Congratulations to all the morning crew, and hello, Richmond. Eh, nice listeners up here in the Hartford area welcoming the Virginia listeners. Beth, nice to have you back. Thank you. And nice after to listening back. to Dee and the crew describe your wedding day, who knew your family and friends were such party animals? <laughs> who knew? Um, and as for your honeymoon in San Francisco, Beth, Minnie and I vacationed there for two weeks before we were married in 1981, and we had a ball. What a great city. We would go out to clubs on Castro Street to enjoy the local music and nightlife. I, need, I didn't even have to buy one drink for myself. Wow, San Francisco has the friendliest guys. <laughs> Fresh Frankie. <laughs> They definitely, that's that's true. They do, they do have the, the friendliest guy. Did Glenn I find that as well? I thought it's so super to see you. Did Glenn find he didn't have to buy any drinks? No, you know, I'll tell you what. I didn't, I didn't, not that I was paying attention, but I don't think I noticed any more 
or less same-sex couples than I would anywhere else. I maybe just wasn't in the right neighborhood. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful. I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's beautiful. I mean, that, you know, well, you, there shouldn't be. Yeah. A lot the of them have moved out of there, I think. Of them? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Those people, Nick? Yeah, well, no, there's nothing wrong with them, but uh, I know that a lot of them have migrated to Provincetown. I mean, on the East Coast here. It's been so popular. All the way across so the nation. <laughs> <laughs> the Japs moved them out of there. No, I... Uh, there you go. <laughs> no, I, I've been to San Francisco a couple times, and I was actually... Not hit on there, but I. They oh, were, hard, hard to imagine. Yeah. Forty-five pounds, five uh, foot seven. They were scoping me out, but uh, I, I noticed the same, or I noticed the lack of uh, the community um, there as well. And then I disappointed. Been, and I visited the Cape, and when I went to Provincetown. I'm like, oh, here they are. So <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> exactly. Also, might want to check out the keys. <laughs> Well, well, that was another fabulous statement <laughs> from our own Nick. So they they migrated. I didn't realize <laughs> that uh, homosexuals were migratory. Sure, different times of year. Yeah, they move. <laughs> They're moving <laughs> with the weather. Well, thank you. I'm enlightened. So um, now on to the fabulous game that everybody. It's not a game, really. It's hypothetically. People, listeners, send us hypothetical situations. These aren't questions like, you know, uh, the, uh, how, you know, what size shoe do you wear? It's, it's more, more imaginative than that. And anybody whose hypothetical question we use that is sent to D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com, we give a prize pack to, okay? So, Beth, what is the first... ...to the cafe at 1230, get lunch, and eat at the table directly behind the cashier in full view of everyone. Hmm. Number two. Kiss Nick full on the mouth with tongue for one minute or three. Wear Dark Side Dave's previous day's underpants completely oh. over your head with a back over your face. Oh. <laughs> Good one, Maria Van. Now, what kind of bed is this? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really matter what kind of bed What, do you kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> or life in prison? <laughs> I know. Is there any other choice? <laughs> Going naked for the day, I guess. Yeah. You do the naked? I mean, yeah. well, I don't know. That'd be really uncomfortable. Well, I, there's a chance. I'm a confident heterosexual. I tongue kiss Lentino. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. even, with the, even with the festering boil he had in his mouth uh, a couple weeks ago? Yes. Well, no, they didn't, yeah. you didn't say with festering <laughs> boil in mouth. No. Okay? This is some insane bet. I got an uh, entire day walking around nude or wear dark sides. Fart riddled underpants <laughs> backwards on my face. Come on, no arrow. No. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm straight. You know, I mean, the guy, you know, it's going to be a nightmare swapping spit with that blunt, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what the hell? I'm Bring going for that. What about, what about you, Beth? Well, I can't wear your underpants on my head. That's <laughs> out of the question. From that, I would never recover. I mean, there, it's, I wear boxers, so it's not like, you know, it's Doesn't always really riding matter. in the I don't crack. care if it's boxer briefs, right. if it's bikinis. You break wind more than a monsoon. Okay? <laughs> it's like every... just like, And you move around the studio. You go from one room... Thank you, thankfully, he doesn't do it in here, but because he would be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, Silent Shay. Um, but 
But uh, but he does go from room to room, just locking people in there and breaking uh-huh. disgusting wind all day long. Uh, so come on. And you told me you fart in your sleep. You've yeah. got all sorts of issues going on, so that didn't happen. Well, since I can't do that one, I I guess if if <coughs> Glenn wouldn't get too upset, yeah. I guess I would have to make out with Nick. Oh, oh right. Be That's so better. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your underwear. Yeah. I brush my teeth, Beth. Oh, thanks. That would be mandatory. <laughs> you yeah. clear, clear up the... Uh, and I'm really good with my tongue, too. I don't oh. shove it down people's throats. It's like oh. kind of in between. This I'm is really hypothetical. Nice. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not I'm not a hard kisser. You know what I mean? It's very, uh, you know, give and take type thing. It's, it's not good. happening. You know that, right? Well, Obviously, yeah, this is hypothetically. And now, you know, we're not asking now, these two losers, are we? Well, for Nick, we should change this to Sean. Kiss Sean. So you're three, because you can't kiss yourself. Okay. Oh. Um, go naked in a heartbeat. <laughs> so everyone yeah. has to suffer? He was nude yeah. in the studio for a hundred bucks that day. And I could have done it at 25. I didn't even realize that he was like so quick to take his clothes off. Yeah. I mean, going in the cafeteria upstairs wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, I'd horrify some people and stuff and probably lose a couple dates here and there. And but, everyone else's appetite. Uh, I'm a little bit, uh worry of my um get a little beer tummy going on now which makes me look really weird naked because i'm like a skinny guy but then i got a little beer belly sticking out and it's unattractive uh to say the least but uh yeah i would uh definitely go naked okay. i ain't kissing sean i am not kissing sean god so knows what's we, going on in his mouth how do we modify dark sides hypothetical sean's underpants oh come on Oh, Sean's underpants, and God knows what's in there. Let's say crotch forward. Or kiss Nick. Um, I wouldn't go naked. I, I don't know. I guess I'd have to kiss Nick. <laughs> oh, my God. You all would? kissing Nick. Am I that bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. I got a clean mouth. And I got clean oh. underwear. I change them every day, and I certainly don't fart as much as you do, Dark Side. Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loved. Fine, I wouldn't kiss any of you anyway. Yeah. We're not asking. We're not asking you. <laughs> uh, this one's for you, Dave. After, ooh, let me, I forgot that's the prize pack. Let me get that out of recycle. Oh, yeah, we got a prize pack to right. that person. After watching a uh, rock show Friday night. That was Maria Van, that, that person. She probably Van. has a prize pack. Yeah. She's, a, she's a regular peep. Okay. A few, a few weeks ago, I saw a segment on Judas Priest, and it got me to thinking, hypothetically, if one of the members of Twisted Sister were gay, would it have changed your relationship with that person? Also, do you think it would have changed how your audience perceived the band after it became public? This is from Michelle Z. Michelle, not in a second. I I genuinely have uh, no problem with people's uh, sexual preference. And um, obviously, I mean, I pranced around in freaking women's stockings for years. So I've got to be have it fairly together on that level. No, that wouldn't bother me at all. Would it have changed people's perceptions? It might have. I mean, and it might have been something that we said, you know, maybe... Um, wasn't oddly guys wearing makeup and and you know and and in the early days women's clothing that to actually have a a uh, person who was really into that in the <laughs> into the band <laughs> might have could have thrown a, a curveball in there to confuse the message we were trying to send you know so uh, but I, it probably would have affected people's perception of the band but definitely wouldn't have affected the way I viewed it you know I mean that's why Rob Halford kept it secret for so long. And there are other people out there that I can't say the names of, but people would be stunned, stunned 
Because their images are so hardcore, so heavy, so masculine. I just can't conceive of the idea that, you know, that that, that could be a, a person could be gay and be that that heavy and hard, you know. But, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But Rob, you know, look, Rob came out and you know what everybody said? Whoa, big whoop. What a surprise. <laughs> Apparently, everybody knew. So, uh, Rob, maybe you could have come out earlier. And look, we're going to take a break. We'll do more hypotheticals. Which direction are you going in, Beth, with these next hypotheticals? One, I don't even know. And you guys are all hiding. Oh, is that the one you can't, even, you, you can't even read? <laughs> well, I'm going to try to find a way to read it. Oh, maybe somebody else can read it. Um, also, interesting question about which rock star you'd want to be if you had a choice of a few. Um... Sex change operations. Interesting stuff. Okay. Sex change operations. All right. Stick around. More Hypothetically is next. This is Dee Snyder Radio. And uh, for you people who are just tuning in for the first time, how you doing? <laughs> this is Radio 104 and XL 102. Dee Snyder Radio. Dee Snyder Radio 104. The rest of us I'm not so sure about. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow at D. Snyder Radio. And here's the information that you need to know. Our toll-free number, 1-866-5504-DEE. For D. 866-5504-D. Email Radio at clearchannel.com. Later this week, dsnyderradio.com is opening up our website. Plenty of good things for you on there. And be sure to check out the Peeps Peeps Run, Peeps Constructed, Peeps uh, Idea, really. The dsnyderradio-peeps.org. It's where a bunch of our listeners hang out and socialize. And we've got quite a little social circle going. And they'd love to have welcome bunches of you guys to the fold. As a matter of fact, uh, tons of letters from them. People like Genghis John saying hello to the Richmond Peeps. Fasten your five-point safety harness. And Nick isn't as bad as you think. He's worse. That's from Genghis John. Welcome to Richmond Peeps. You'll never be the same again. That's from Barb Boucher, Grandma Moses, a.k.a. Andrea Queen of the Square Circle. Likes to thank, send out a big welcome to Richmond. And she'll do her part for the POP. That's Peeps Outreach Program. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michelle Z says, welcome to Richmond. Sona Woman, congratulates us on a fabulous first day in our new market. That was yesterday. And uh, says, uh, what else? Uh, loved hearing from these shell-shocked Richmond listeners who woke up to hear your voice booming across the airwaves. Props to Raven, the first official Virginia peep. That's from Sona Woman. <laughs> okay, and uh, we got just a little... Oh, somebody was curious. Beth Lockwood. 
a uh, couple questions about a story we did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, just one I'm going to read. And this is regarding mouse turds. Remember, this, remember we were talking about the mice in the studio here mm-hmm. and that there were some turds in the bottom of the toaster that you use every day? To that I used. Past tense. <laughs> You've used until the heap of mouse droppings was discovered? Yes, I haven't forgotten that, although I've tried. Diesel Doug has a question. Says, uh, now normally Beth is very thorough with the dental hygiene. I was wondering wondering if there are any extra brushings today after the turd incident. <laughs> well, nothing specifically relating to that incident since it's been a couple of weeks since I used that toaster. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh yeah, we were kind enough. We, if we were really evil... That may, we may uh, need to forego that quiz tomorrow because if we were evil, <laughs> we would have let you have your last toasted bagel out of that toaster. And while you were bunch, you know, biting down on the last piece, gone, oh, by the way. Yeah. You guys would never have done that. Never. That toaster's full of turd. <laughs> would you like a little more turd schmear on that bagel? Because I would have unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give us another hypothetical situation, Beth. All right. Hypothetically... Doris Morris says, Would you rather be Marilyn Manson for a day or Michael Jackson for a day? Oh, my God. (laughs) It has to be one of them? (laughs) That's the question. Well, I'm going to go Manson because I just love to get up there and sing Lunchbox and Beautiful People. Uh, And I, I think he's great. He really gets it, man. He's nuts, and he brings a lot of life and vitality to rock and roll. So Mm -hmm. i definitely go there. I would, but Michael Jackson, that is just something to consider, Doris Morris. I mean, he is just scarier and creepier every frickin' time I see him. Have you seen his new video, Beth? No, I haven't seen it. Anybody see it? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I saw a piece of it. He, he's got no face. No. It's all been surgically removed. It is just... He has, he's wearing a fedora, and it's just a, like a very... Cre- he's like the phantom of the opera, but without the mask. He's like you know? a stucco wall. Just incredibly creepy, mm-hmm. incredibly scary. And you, know, you remember, you harken back to the thriller days and say, why didn't you just stop? Yeah, he did some work. I'm all in favor of, you know, doing a little work. Mm-hmm. And he looked good. I, mean, I thought he looked good back in the Jackson 5. Yeah, what was wrong with Off the Wall? Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a Tito fan myself. But, <laughs> but I, you know, I, he looked fine. But okay, so you want to modify a little bit. You want to, you know, trim down the schnoz. Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I can understand. I've walked that mile. Uh, but, you know, but... I, just to keep going and chiseling away until there's nothing left. Go roast. Beth, who would you be? I just don't think I could be Michael Jackson. He's far too creeper for me, and I don't think that I would recover from living in his world. So I think I would be Marilyn Manson for a day, and I think it would be really fun because I wouldn't do a concert. I would do things that people... you do would, Rose McGowan? No. Hmm. I would do things that people would never expect him to do, like I would show up at church... <laughs> and um, go to confession or something. Oh, you'd take control of his body. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. Oh. <laughs> and then I would uh, 
go work for some kind of charitable organization for a day or you know just go to weird places that would freak people out to see Marilyn Manson yeah. a beautiful people a beautiful people and you know and again he's a you know he's portraying a character I mean the, you know when I've hung out with him I mean how much more normal can you be than driving a Volvo sedan and going to see Odd Couple 2 I mean, I mean, it's like that was my day with Marilyn Manson. Maybe he was just goofing. <laughs> Maybe he thought that's what I wanted to do. I didn't even ride the damn Volvo. I was like, I'm not being caught dead in that thing. I had a Mustang convertible. I'm cruising in that. All right. Well, Dark Side Dave, who are you going to be, man? Well, they both um, put things in their butt. So um, I guess <laughs> Manson does it in more of a rebellious way, you know, so he's more badass, you know. What do you mean, the so, bottle thing where you wipe yeah, the bottle you know, in there? Yeah, and security guards and stuff <laughs> like that, so. Um, and what are you saying, that Michael Jackson is a catcher? Yeah. There's no think, evidence. There's no evidence, but I, I think so. Plus the whole thing with the, the little boys and stuff kind of throws creepy. me off. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind having his house, you know. I guess he's got a pretty nice establishment going ranch. on. Yeah, I guess he's got some pretty nice pad, but yeah. Okay, let's, let me give you Manson. another option. <laughs> sure. Manson, Jackson, or Tiger Woods? Who do you want to be? Oh, <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> totally. That's a pretty good life. <laughs> yeah, he's got the sweet going. Yeah, sweet life. Uh, Axel's not on the list there. Closet no. golfer. Oh, come Closet on. golfer. That's Axel's on a list. Sebastian told us Axel is just gone. That he's a nut. That's good. You know that. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> he said he is just, just lost. All right, last but not least, Nick Lentino. <laughs> Don't forget, you get to hang out with Macaulay Culkin. That's right. Well, you know I'm going to opt to be the king of pop for a day. I mean, come on. Get to hang out at the Neverland Ranch, get to grab my crotch all day, no one would look at me twice. It would be so cool. I'd call up, uh, I'd call up Lisa Marie Presley and say, listen, you know, <laughs> no, I wouldn't have any little boys around. I would call up Lisa Marie Presley and get that going on again. And um, oh, totally so you do the Beth thing again, and you're figuring you would control Michael Jackson for, for a day. Oh yeah, yeah. Do the moonwalk all over the place and stuff. Just, I mean, just the moonwalk. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just stroll. I'd do the moonwalk everywhere. Your only mode of transportation. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I'd now would you go so back, walking back to the classic '80s two-tone leather jacket and white glove oh. with the short pants, or are you going to go with this contemporary look that he's got now? No white glove. Oh my cool. Yeah, and I'd have sex with Elizabeth Taylor too. Oh. I mean, come on, you have to. I mean, I don't think that they. Are on that level in oh, the Oh, you know they're having sex. No, I. Who else I is he getting sex from? So much money that they are not. I I would be willing to put down. I don't have much money, but <laughs> I would be willing to put down fifty well, bucks <laughs> that he slept with Elizabeth. Uh, I will see your fifty and double it. That oh, he has. Come on, Dave, I mean, what, I mean, lives? come on. No Dave, way. He doesn't have a penis anymore. Oh, he's got a <laughs> penis. It's probably big too. I mean, he definitely has boned a. Elizabeth Taylor. Come on, they're hanging out together. Their whole situation. Right. Well, this really is your right. motivation. We we'll get the picture. <laughs> right. That's the next. The next uh, hypothetical. Uh, D, this comes to us from Deli Boy, who asks, D, you and Nick and Darkside are hiking, and no one is around for miles. A rattlesnake strikes you dead center in the not the Frank, but the beans. 
Who is in the beans? Yes, sir. Who, if anybody, this says gets the privilege of sucking out the venom, or does no one do it and you throw in the towel? <laughs> well. And that was as nicely myself. as I could read that letter. I'm not that flexible, unfortunately. If I was, I wouldn't leave the house. Uh, Your balls are showing. These nuts. You know what? I'd be sitting there saying, well, I'm going to die. Because I couldn't even <laughs> ask my friends to uh, do the honors of uh, take getting rid of the venom for me. It's over, Jenny. <laughs> well, you're a nice guy, but let's see if your friends... Our nicer guys. <laughs> Darkseid's already submitted his answer. <laughs> well, no, I would figure that the hunter might have a snake bite kit on him. You know what? I was just going to say they make snake bite kits that uh, kind of suction over mm -hmm. the part, and then you, you, there's like a nozzle that you could suck on. I, well, mean, I know if you're there was not something... technically supposed to even do that anyway, because right. you could die. But I mean, if we had to, if there was something mm -hmm. like that, like I wouldn't actually put like lip to sack contact at all <laughs> but you know like if, if there was a way around it you know i would try to help the dude out with as little touching as possible you'd let him die no i would like i said i would try to help the dude out with as little touching as possible my lips his sack not happening but you'd let him die if that were the only option <sighs> you can be but i would look you in the eye and i'd go it's okay, man. Would he do that for me, though? You know, I mean, probably I'd not. Let you die. <laughs> I understand. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad at you. It's just, uh, no, I'd, it's yeah. freakish. It's a freakish accident. A dark side would just try and carry me to some place where they could remove it properly. Yeah, right. Oh, totally. And then, as I died in root, at least he knows <laughs> that he gave it a college try. I tried. <laughs> Nick, you let me die, right? No. Can I just piss on your balls? Doesn't that get rid of it? No, I think no, I that's think jellyfish. So. Oh. Um. Thanks for the thought. <laughs> I couldn't. I mean, that'd be pretty... Nick's, I'm laying there dying. Nick's hosing me down. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> he's, he's putting leeches on you. He's, he's peeing on you. He's no, trying everything. I would... Um, this would be a tough one, but I think to myself, what a great story in the paper if it came out that I sucked on your balls and, and saved your life like D. Snyder's uh, that's life. another one for your parents' refrigerator. Yeah, that would be awesome to go out there. I would never let you die. Right next to Drank on pee. Yeah. No, I wouldn't let you die. I'd, I'd, as much as I hate to I'd say I'd be screaming, let me die. Let me die. Let me die. I mean, if I had a few bucks, I'd pay he Sean to do Captain it. Winky. Otherwise, yeah, I, I, would, I would suck him. He didn't bite me on that. <laughs> Sean, no. who wasn't even on the hike, would suddenly appear yeah. out of nowhere. No, I'd, I'd suck it dry, spit it out, and know at the end of the day that I saved D. Snyder's life. That would be pretty cool. And you'd thank him for it. Yeah, and I'd be a confident heterosexual. And then I just, you know. Suck. Suck. And they find me Suck. later on dead to have to take my <laughs> own life. <laughs> I can't live with the fact that Nick took the venom out of. Ah. Well, whose idea was that? That was the idea of Deli Boy. Well, that's just the kind of things I've come to expect from people with the name Deli Boy who won a prize pack because we used his hypothetical. So if you got a hypothetical each week, we do hypothetically. Send your questions to dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com. That's dsnyder with an I. Going to take a break. Coming back. 
Beth, news is next. Need a moment to gather your yes, thoughts? please. Okay, so stick around, because you know it'll be entertaining. Entertaining, because it's Steve Steiner Radio. And that's what we do. We entertain on Radio 104 and XL102, Richmond, Virginia. Steve Snyder Radio. Radio 104. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. Let's go. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Phone number 1-866-550-4D. Use it when you need to. It's toll-free, 1-866-550, the number 4-D-E-E. Email address, dsnyderradio, which has been fixed. Somebody said they checked the email address, and it was fine. Somebody who works for my company lied. Didn't check it because they misspelled my name. Much you as... XL102 has done all over their website. It's not Snyder with a Y, people. It's an I. Not a proper noun. It's an adjective. <laughs> DSnyderRadio at clearchannel.com. And later this week, DSnyderRadio.com, the website, which have a player's guide in there and all sorts of things you can download and check out and find out what the hell is going on. Just some uh, quick uh, just reactions and things like that. Uh, just I want to say thank you. People wrote to me at, at dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com just to say nice things, like Gody, who was just raving about our professionalism yesterday. Uh, also, uh, Gator, who's celebrating his one-year anniversary of listening to us today. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Gator. And Bach is spelled B-A-C-H, like Johann Sebastian Bach. He's the one who tried to go to the website for Bach, B-O-C-H, and he couldn't find his website. Because Sebastian's got that downloadable Amazing Grace on there, which is pretty nice. Uh, thank you, Ken from uh, Waterbury, who sends his congratulations to you, Beth. Thank you, Jamie, Thanks. who says, I'm, I'm so hot. You're psychotic, but thank you. And uh, he just says, um, subject, nice job, D. Just wanted to say you guys did an excellent job with the first show for the new Virginia peeps. I was very curious on how you guys were going to go about things for the first day. You're a man of your word, D. Snyder, taking us peeps to the coast. That's from Dank. You're welcome, Dank. Okay. Well, let me just check the call track here, see what we got to address. People just getting used to this new phone number, Beth. Mm hmm well, they've been talking about getting a, you know, getting a toll-free line, and now that we're in uh, two, you know, two cities, they finally put that together for us. Tim from Richmond's on the phone. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Doing good, man. Uh, I'm damn glad to be uh, be uh, having you people hearing me down there, you know? I'm damn glad to hear you. Uh, <laughs> I've been sick for the last couple of days and woke up this morning to find you on the radio here. And uh, wanted to call in and tell you how glad I was to hear you. I've been a well, big thanks. fan of Twisted Sister since I was a little kid. And then when I saw Strangeland, of course, I had to buy it right away. It was an excellent movie. Good man, Tim. Right on. Now, this is my core right here. People like Tim. Beth, this is my core. Now, Tim, this is what you got to do for me, okay? I'm sending you on a mission. Uh-huh. You've heard of being on a mission from God. You're on a mission from D. You've got to spread the word because... 
you're the front line that D. Snyder Radio is in town, but you got to tell them, if they say to you, well, I didn't like his band, or I didn't like his music, say, look, a lot, check out his radio show, because on radio show, you don't have to be a fan of my music to like my show. It helps, Tim. <laughs> it definitely helps, but you don't have to be, all right? So, no, no, you don't. I, I actually, when I was younger, I, I wasn't as big of a fan as I am as I've gotten older. See, my music, my music has aged as well, like a good wine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tim, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And like I Thank said, you. spread the word. There's a new sheriff in town. His name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. All right, Beth. It's time now for some news. Dean Snyder Radio headlines. The only major airport to stay closed following the terror attacks will be opening its doors again. President Bush says he's going to Reagan National Airport outside of Washington this morning to announce its reopening under tight security. Sources say the number of flights will be limited and that armed air marshals will be on every plane. That facility is near the Pentagon, of course, one of the targets of the attack. The airport will first open with service to eight airports involving six airlines and will gradually expand. What about Logan? They've got air marshals over there because that was where a lot of the planes were taken off, right? Well, I think that there are air marshals on a lot of flights and you just don't know. That's good. Mm-hmm. Bring back the air marshals. Arm all of the people on the plane. This is my <laughs> new, new idea, Beth. This is, you know, forget this, like, searching for weapons. If everybody was carrying, we'd have far less problems. They should actually hand guns out as you get on board the plane. It's an now interesting think about view. It. So think about it. You should then give guns to people you suspect may be involved in terror associations. What? But think about it. If you're a terrorist, sure, go ahead. You're a terrorist, and you look over at Grandma Moses two rows ahead of you. She's holding like a Glock, you know, Glock 9 in her hand. You're going to say, this woman's just crazy enough to use it. She's got nothing to lose. She's like 87, and maybe she can't hit you, and maybe she can. You think You're maybe not going to take a chance. Maybe there's a happy medium somewhere in there, D. What, half the people have guns? <laughs> work on it. Work on it. Only certain seats have guns in them. And you don't have to find out who it is. Some have safety vests. Others have machine guns. <laughs> Reach into your seat. Ooh, I got a lucky seat. I got an Uzi. Yeah. Well, the airlines haven't decided to do that yet, but they are working on cockpit safety anyway. At least two carriers say they're installing safety bars on cockpit doors. Alaska oh Airlines says it began by installing a crossbar locking device on an MD-80 passenger jet last night. It can withstand force of up to 1,500 pounds. United also says it's putting steel bars on all of its cockpit doors. Where was that again? Where? (laughs) In what part of the plane? (laughs) The place where the pilots sit. I said it three times, D. (laughs) I said cock. Oh, God, I graduated middle school so long ago. No, but you say it so well. Um... And you know what? You know the the only airline, the only airline company that has like steel doors and stuff like that is El Al, mm-hmm. the Israeli airline. I mean, it they just smartened up total, a long time ago. It makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, because the worst, as horrible as it would be to lose any lives on a plane, if we had had that, they would have landed those planes safely. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's sure. easy to say that, and nobody ever expected. You know that action to be taken. As a matter of fact, you know the uh, 
people who fly in the airlines and passengers are told to just do whatever the hijackers want. That's the traditional thing. You know, let them fly you there, give them whatever they want. You know, just let it, everybody remain calm. Now, the, everybody's frame of mind has changed completely. But yeah, I mean, if they put those doors in there, what are they going to do with the plane? plane is going to land safely no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great. They can't put those things in fast enough. By the way, you know what they're serving on those planes? Black and red snapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big dish of choice, dark side. Well, one construction worker says it is not a happy sight. He's talking about what are now clumps of bodies being uncovered at the site of the World Trade Center. Heavy oh, equipment are? is removing large sections of debris and uncovering those remains. The number of confirmed dead is now at 344. They're actually, yeah, we saw that last night, and, um, and I said, wait a minute, they're carrying bodies out, because I haven't seen them mm-hmm. carrying bodies out in a long time. As, you know, it's, it's, it's so sad that you're, you're finding a degree of like, oh, great, they found bodies, mm-hmm. because there wasn't even anything to find. Pieces. Yep. So they are finding clumps of bodies now? Yeah. Well, that's going to be, that's something. If I was a family member, I'd love to have something. I mean, I'm not being facetious or joking in any fashion. I'd, I'd like to have some remains to bury. Mm. They're having funerals with no caskets. I and, know. You know, it's got to be very unsettling to not even know for sure what happened to them. Well, on a lighter note, a study out of England shows eight out of ten young men starting at universities have never washed their own clothes. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) How many? Eight of ten. Whoa. That's, what, 18-year-old guys? And 12% said they, only 12% rather, say they have cooked for themselves on any kind of regular basis. (laughs) 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 Nick, you're 28 almost, and you take your clothes in bulk to have them washed by a service. Yeah, I know. What's that? And you can't afford it. You have no money. No, I know. I hate this. I have uh, clothes right now uh, that I dropped off like three weeks ago at a uh, a dry cleaners because I can't pay to pick them up yet but um this whole laundry thing really is a downer it sucks i mean it is such a waste it's a downer (laughs) well no i mean doing laundry is such a waste of time i hate that i hate the fact that we have to do laundry you have to do interferes with your uh working on a cure for cancer (laughs) yeah and in the afternoons when you guard nuclear weapons sucks that you gotta have clean socks you gotta have clean underwear and stuff it is such a waste of time. I hate bring. You gotta put all the clothes together. You gotta separate them. You gotta bring them to the washer. You gotta put them in the washer, and then uphill both play. ways. Half You've got to turn later. the knob. You've got to put in the detergent. You've got to turn. Yeah, and it seems like you have to go around. down to the creek and bang them on rocks. You put them in. You throw in some detergent. You shut it, and it washes them for you. Uh, it's a pain in the ass. It takes a few hours to do laundry, and yeah, when you let it build up into like. Mounds and mounds and bags and bags. I know. It's uh, like Mount Lentino in the corner of your room. I know. And then no, you have, have to scale it and take it to the laundromat. I know. I, go I have been going. I, what, we got the picture with you. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, 
loser. Uh, I've been doing my own laundry since I was 12. Yeah, I was going to say, how old were you when you first... I mean, I certainly did some of my own laundry in high school. Way I was before, buying my way own before I went to college. when I was 12 or 13, for God's sakes. Dark Side Dave? My, my, no, my son. Now, I've got, oh, yeah. got a 19-year-old who just started college, Jesse. And he has been doing his own laundry he says in quotes, in theory, for uh, probably a couple of years. Now, to that end, I've never actually seen him do laundry. And what he's been doing is trying to slip <laughs> laundry in with the regular clothing, like one or two pieces every now and then. But I catch it, and I pull it out, and I've been hiding it in my closet. <laughs> also, he... Um, he <laughs> Tough love, he also huh? hasn't done wash in probably over a year. <laughs> so when he was getting ready for school, he wanted new clothes. And I know the mound he's got in this room, and I know that I've got a huge mound of his clean clothes in my closet. So I was like, oh, we'll buy you new clothes after you do your laundry, and we see what you got. So he took a whole day, Nick. Yes, it was a waste of a day. That's because he hadn't done laundry in a year. <laughs> And he did his laundry, and oh, well, surprise, surprise, he had a lot of clothes. And then I gave him back all the clothes I've been, I've been hiding for a year, so he didn't need new clothes. Dark said, Dave? Oh, I do my own laundry. No, now, time. of course, but how old were you when you started? Uh, as soon as I was booted out of my folks' house, basically, mm -hmm. as soon as I left there, um, I, I was on my own. I mean, up until then, you know, my mom would always give me a hassle about it, but I'd be able to kind of, you know, well, mom, I got a lot of stuff to do today, can't you just do this one load for me, you know? See, I was lazy. Mm -hmm. I tried. It was really nice. Sean washes my underwear during commercial breaks <laughs> in the bathroom sink, which is kind of a nice little. I don't ask him to, but he says, "Can I just do your underwear?" So I'm sure. Go I'm ahead. Glad you appreciate that. Freshen him up. He's a real sweetheart. <laughs> Freshen him up with that. No problem. Do I have time to do another story? No, you know what? We'll, yeah. we'll take a break. But listen, <clears throat> what we're gonna do is we we'll split up the news here because we spoke with Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction yesterday, also from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he's a really cool guy, and Jane's Addiction has reunited, and they're on tour, so, uh, and I don't know the full run, are they headed down Richmond Way? I know they were kind of working their way down the coast. I'm sure that they'll be somewhere in that area, yeah. I'm sure. Like, they're not here in Hartford, but they're in Worcester, Massachusetts tonight, which is, you know, drivable, what is that, an hour away or something like that? Not too bad, yeah. Yeah, about yeah. an hour. Yeah, so I know they're coming down that way. As a matter of fact, maybe, Sean, you can look up the dates and see if there's anything coming down in the Richmond area or D.C. or whatever. And uh, we're going to play the interview we did with him yesterday. I'm not going to BS you and pretend that he's on the phone right now because that's so lame. So we talked to him yesterday, and uh, we'll play the interview for you, and we'll do some more news a little later in the show. Stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder WMRQ Waterbury Hartford Radio 104 D. Snyder Radio I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk D. Snyder I seen him go nuts Radio 104 Let's go Now back to D. Snyder Radio interview with Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. Talked to him yesterday, but let me take a quick call from Adam from Granby. Granby's got a question for me. Hey, Adam, how you doing, man? 
Good. How are you, D? I'm good. So what's your question? I got a question for you. I want to know, if you were on one of those flights that got hijacked, would you have been one of those people who called on their cell phone to cry and say goodbye to everybody, or would you have been like that guy who rushed the terrorist? Well, first of all, um, those people who rushed the terrorist, four guys, they had been on the phone to cry and call people to say goodbye and found out what the terrorists were up to. Yeah, I think okay? because they, the people who called initially didn't know that the end result would be that, or I think they certainly would have tried something. Yeah, that's when they, uh, Adam, when they found out that the, the terrorists, what the ter other terrorists had done, that's when they decided to rush the, the terrorists on the plane because they knew that they were going to die one way or the other. So, first of all, your question of would I have called somebody, I've actually had this discussion with my wife, you know, it's kind of, it, there's a cruelty to it in a way, you know what I mean, to, to call your family up mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to die. I want to say goodbye to you. I love you. I, I don't know. It leaves... I don't know if that's the last thought I want to leave in my wife or family, kid's mind. Is their dad... Not that I would try to, be, of course, be strong for him, but hearing him say goodbye to him, like, I don't know. That, that's a whole different question. As far as rushing him, absolutely. If I knew... That was what was going down, just like they did. I would have freaking joined the party. I mean, what do you what do you got to lose, right, Adam? Oh, oh Adam's in a car phone. He's in a bad area. Yeah, you, I mean, you got nothing to lose at that point. But that's the bigger question, really. You know, as Suzette and I were discussing it. You know, would you want that phone call? That tearful, mm -hmm. "I'm about to die" phone call. I love you, and I wanted to say goodbye. Would you, Beth? I guess initially I would say yes. I hadn't really thought about it. I, I think I would. You think you think you'd like to have the goodbye call? Uh huh. I think I so know. because just, then, not that I ever. I always never try to leave a room or leave a situation being angry at somebody. So I think I probably would avoid that. But I would hate to think that maybe that was the case and that I had left angry or something like that and didn't get to well I, I mean I yeah I, I think that'd be mitigating yeah, the circumstance there if you had had a fight mm -hmm. or something like that or you know left something I don't know I, you know I don't know it was just that we were discussing on one hand saying yeah you'd want to pick up the phone and say something the other hand I'm saying do you want that call and so I don't know if I want that call that horrible call mm -hmm. you know uh, to hear that yeah, I know you love me I don't know if I want to hear those last words out of your mouth. Goodbye. Uh, that's, that's a discussion maybe for another time. Um, yeah, people call, by the way. Adam was calling on our new toll-free line, 1-866-550-4D. Time to get into the interview we did uh, yesterday with Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. And by the way, I found out, I don't know how this close is to you guys down there in Richmond, but they're playing tomorrow night, was it? In Bristow, Virginia. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, no, no, no. Saturday in Bristow, Saturday. Virginia. Yep. Saturday in Bristow, Virginia. So I don't know how close that is, but they are coming through town, through the area, I should say. Well, let's check out what Dave Navarro had to say yesterday afternoon on D. Steiner Radio. Dave, are you there? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? It's D. It's, I know. What's going on, man? Ah, it's good to talk to you again. You too. Yeah, I want to apologize for missing your performance at our 104 Fest. Yeah, I was looking for you, did they tell you? Yeah, I was there, with, I was there not only with all my kids, 
and there's four of them. Plus, they had friends. I had like a short bus of people <laughs> that I was ferrying around. Yeah, well, to I expect nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I'm like lining them up to get food at backstage and everything. So I, I missed it, but I heard your performance was yeah, great. Stand, dude. Hey, this uh, now I read that you're getting married to Carmen, or you've gotten married. No, we're getting. I've heard that we got married. I think that it just kind of you know evolved. The rumor, but no, I mean, we're engaged, it's cool. Is, is uh, I mean, are you, have you planned a date or anything like that? No, because of the fact that, you know, I got the Janes tour. Right. And she's doing the show in Vegas, and I think we're looking, you know, early part of next year to, to even begin talking about it. Oh, okay, so it's something that's just really, hey, we're engaged, one of these days we're going to get married. Yeah, when it's, it's like, you know, the next level of commitment without actually... Getting married, I guess. Uh, no, the reason I was asking because Beth Lockwood, who's here with me, she just got married about a week ago, yeah. and so congratulations! Thank you so much. So, you'll. How long have you been with the guy? Um, a year and a half. Nice. Yeah, and you'll. You know, here's my advice. Please. Eat something at your wedding because you know they say you don't and you don't, and try to try to really enjoy and remember it because it's like it's not even happening to you. I I'm, I'm going to pass that information along because we both suffer from hypoglycemia. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're hypoglycemic too, yeah, man. Yeah, and you just you get carried away. It's. I can always spot one when they tell me to eat something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like your mother. Eat something. <laughs> Eat something. Yeah, we had. Well, I've been married with 20 years this month. We're celebrating our 20 year anniversary, and we had a massive wedding and all did all that stuff. But totally like legit. Anyway, but I was going to ask you about that because I was curious. You know, when you think about your wedding, do you think about like traditional wedding? Or do you think about something like really crazy? You want to know the truth? Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's about her. Right on. So whatever she wants, she has. You know. How oh, good for you. I can see that. Hey, okay, I got. I could do it on the beach. All right, I got a question for you. Yeah. Because you know, James James is back together. You're touring, as a matter of fact, uh, tonight. Because we'll play this tomorrow, so that'll be tonight at, in Worcester, Mass. You guys are performing, correct? Right. All right. Is this the first? This isn't the first date, is it? This is well. This is the first date of this tour. Wow. But um, we did a couple of shows in in L.A. We did one in Santa Barbara, and one at the uh, Coachella Valley Festival. Oh, so this is the first, like, you've got to run here. I'm looking at all the dates online at, uh, well, this is on your website, I guess, at jamesaddiction.net. Right. Okay. And, uh, and well, so, now, I've just, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Because I, 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 be, I may be wrong, and I don't want to be offensive. I doubt that you're wrong ever. Okay. <laughs> but it seems like James Addiction Reunited is bigger than it was when it was first together. Isn't that something? Is it true? I, I, it feels that way. You know, the thing is, I think one of the reasons why we're able to keep doing this is because we never really broke. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I understand. You, you, you kind of, things came apart when you were still a sort of a culty kind of cool thing. We were just on our way to, like, creating some awareness, and then we, yeah, and then it fell apart. And So, I don't know. I mean, it is bizarre, and I think that... <clears throat> I think that there's like, you know, there's the old school fans, because, you know, our first record was in 86. Right. And then, for, for one reason or another, you know, we, we are still getting new ones. So the audiences are pretty, you know, there's a pretty vast age range going on there. Well, you're always very ahead of your time. And you strike me in your own, very different musically, but your own way, like a Hanoi Rocks, you know, and that's a band that I felt never really got 
this great exposure that you guys are getting. I always, always said, man, if they were together now, yeah. they'd be so much bigger, you know, than they were at the time. And and oh, cause I'm looking at it, I'm going, well, you know, me and the Twisted guys are mm. thinking about doing a reunion. How do we make it bigger than it was? Maybe Dave's got the secret. I don't know, man. You guys are pretty huge. <laughs> yeah, but I think but I think you hit the nail on the head. This is, this is just facts. We were huge and then got overexposed and burned out. That didn't happen with Chains Addiction. Yeah, right, right. We never got there, you know what I mean? Because MTV, they'll bury you if they can. They will bury you. Yeah. You know, but you guys got that point and then you then a breakup and then you come back and meanwhile both you guys both the guys, both you guys in the band did some very hip things with the chili pepper yeah. and por and porno for pyros. Is that right? Pyro? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh and, and so you both did some even cooler things. I think it made the sum of the parts became even greater when you re reunited. Yeah, and plus, you know, we also, I was able to, um, you know, Perry brought the porno fans along, and, and I, you know, I, I, apparently, I, I guess I gathered a few from the Chili Peppers, and so... We got one here. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> and, um, you know, so it is cool. It's very exciting, and, and it's, you know, the thing with, like, the Twisted situation you were talking about, we never really had a single like you guys did. Yes. You know, we never had a, a and frankly, I, you know, I will tell you, I don't think we ever really made a great video either. I think Ben Caught Stealing was like the best one. Oh, I think that was a fun video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I mean, that was definitely... People that, remember, for that's sure. That's the one they really remember, yeah. for sure. And it's, it's the best one we did, but I, you know, it, it never really got a lot of rotation. And, you know, for whatever reason, that's cool. Maybe it was timing, but, you know, in a sense, I guess... I can't be anything but grateful for the way things, you know, fell for us because we're still, you know, we're still doing it. Now, you know what? Now, now tell me what you think about MTV because I think, and I'm not, this isn't bitterness, this isn't sour grapes, I'm, I'm grateful for whatever I had. We sold a lot of records and made some money and I, and I built a career, but I think that MTV is a career killer in the sense that bands no longer have that longevity. You guys seem to have you know, you avoided that bullet of MTV in a way, and you've had turned it was turned into a career over a number of years, consistent record sales and what have you. Yeah. MTV has a way of like amping you up, shooting you out, you know, through a cannon, and then you're gone. I know, but you know, the truth is, it kind of takes two parts, you know, to to do that because the bands do make videos. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And like the thing is, also, I guess in in I agree with that in a sense, but at the same time, for me, it's like. You know, MTV really does dismiss a lot of mystery that was once cool about rock bands. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I would say that KISS would not have the career they have if there was an MTV in the 70s. Because the only way you found out about KISS is you had to go to the concert. Right. You saw photos, but you couldn't see the show. And they were mysterious. But totally. When Twisted Sister came out, and again, I'm not saying, you know, I made the videos and I okayed everything. But at the same time, they showed our live concert 13 times. Yeah. The year we broke, 13 times, our full live show. Then what? Yeah. You know, where's the mystery? That's, that's the word you're using. It's a good word, mystery. Yeah, and also I think that there's something to be said for the fact that, like, most bands, I mean, with the except, you know, unless you're selling lots and lots of records, um, I think most bands generate their income from touring. And perhaps there's less of a need to go see them if you can just sit, you know, put your feet up on the table and, and turn on MTV and, and see them. You know what I mean? Well, certainly, uh, touring's one place. You know, the record company chews up, you know, your profits. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, breakage and free goods, and uh, you have to pay back the debt. Yeah, and touring is definitely a little more direct. You go out, you play, you get paid, 
and the money is for the uh, is for the band. So you're right. Absolutely, and like you know, if you're seeing them every five minutes on TV, and you know, I'm I'm personally less inclined to go see a band. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Now we're talking with Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. I know here at Radio 104 we're playing your album. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have the name title of it in front of me. Tell me. Of, of the album? Yeah, yeah. Trust no one. Yeah, the album's Trust No One. The song, I, the new single's Hungry. Yes, we're playing that here at Radio 104. Um, how do you, you know, like, so what's the the solo album experience? Are you going to do it again? I'm definitely going to do it again. You know, I, I did the majority of that record by myself, you know, with a producer and engineer, and I had some friends, you know, like Twiggy came down and played on track, and, you know, a couple of pals from L.A. But he's a good guy, Twiggy. He's awesome. But, you know, for the most part, it was, you know, it was a lot of singularly oriented work, and, you know, now that I have the band together, I'm looking forward to doing a record with them. You know, and who's to say what's going to go on with James, you know? I mean, we're having a good time, and like you said, tomorrow's the first date of this tour. So more will be revealed, so to speak. Yeah, that's in Worcester, Mass. So, I mean, it seems like, you know what, James' addiction seems like a cool thing for you guys to return to when you want, and then go off and go back and doing the solo things you want and, re and reunite, whatever you feel like it. I wish I had was in that position. It's kind of cool, man, because, you know, Perry... Perry's got his record that came out, I guess, in June, and I have mine, and they're very different sounding, and, and you know, Martine, of course, was playing with The Cult, and Steven's got his own band called Banyan, so we do have, like, completely different eclectic interests that we're, you know, now bringing to the table, you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Which is kind of cool because of the fact that when we all met back in the 80s, of course, Eric Avery was playing bass then, but... When we met in the 80s, we all came from separate, you know, backgrounds and experiences. And, and so, like, for the first time since the very beginning, we were once again coming to the table with our different musical influences and interests. You know, because once you join, your interests become very like-minded. Yeah. And over the years, it's very difficult to bring new experiences to the table because you had them with each other. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, a couple going off having sex with different partners and coming back and saying, hey, check this move out. <laughs> then, you know, and then your girlfriend goes, well, where'd you learn that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from a video. Uh, <laughs> I just got to tell you before we sign off, talk, again, talking with Dave Navarro, the first single you released on your album, what was it called? Uh, Rexall. It's got one of the coolest lines. I mean, and honestly, as a songwriter, uh, the line... I want to have, and I may be misquoting, the life you think I have. Uh, yeah, I, I want the life you think I have. Oh, that's a, that is an awesome line. Thanks, man. That is awesome. Because if we had the lives that people think we have, it would really be insane. Because <laughs> the funny thing is that the only people who really uh, have said anything to me about that line are fellow musicians. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought it was so poignant because that we live like that. We People, they, they think, I'm not saying that nothing's going on in our lives that are interesting. There is, but what they imagine is so much greater than anything we could possibly do. I know. They got some sort of Dante-esque image of, you know, Dave Navarro's life, you know. I know. Well, I know. But the reality is it's nine in the morning and I'm still flossing my teeth. <laughs> right on, brother. All right. Well, thanks. It's great to talk to you again, Dave. If you're ever around, we'd love to see you. And Jane's Addiction tonight in Worcester, Massachusetts or in Philadelphia on, on uh, October 3rd. Pleasure talking to you. You too, man. All right. Bye-bye. Fantastic. We're back, and like I said before, uh, Jane's Addiction Saturday night is going to be in Bristow, Virginia. I don't know how close that is to Richmond, but it's in Virginia. And Beth, there, there was a little bonding moment, a quiet bonding moment, when he said he was flossing his teeth, because you too like to floss. I know. You're a flosser. You didn't realize you had that in common. <laughs> I didn't. 
six degrees of separation from <laughs> Dave Navarro mm-hmm. flossing. Who, who knew? All right, we're taking a break. We're coming back. More news when we return. More email responses. More good times. It's D. Snyder Radio, people. Blah. People. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Did you hear what I said? D. Snyder. Talking with uh, Lucas Fox, who's taking care of business down there in Richmond for D. Snyder Radio. Uh, Give me a heads up. He said Bristow, Beth. Uh, Bristow, Virginia is near D.C. And uh, definitely, definitely a concert venue that people would check out in our listening area down in Virginia. So check out Jane's Addiction. Do they might know who's opening for them? Wasn't it the cult? Wow. It's a great bill. Yeah, we don't know about that. Yeah, the cult was opening for them, but the cult is now on their own tour. Oh, they are? Yes. That's probably a hell of a package right mm-hmm. there. But sure, it's a great show. Jane's Addiction, everybody. Hey, um, phone number to keep in mind, 866-550-4D. Toll-free number. That's number 4-D-E-E. Email Radio Snyder with an I, which has been corrected on XL102's website. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. The man is on the ball. D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com and look forward to D. Snyder Radio.com later this week with the player's guide to help you figure out what the hell is going on. See some of the history. And if you got questions, inquiries, you want to get in the loop, our peeps, our fans, our listeners, our regulars, there's hundreds of them who hang out on our website, dsnyderradio-peeps, P-E-E-P-S dot org. Not-for-profit website. We can go and uh, talk to some fellow listeners from up this way, and hopefully soon to be some down that way. Uh, Thank you to Shannon from Meriden for the congratulations on on our new show. And welcome to the world of online. And here's a letter from Mad Kidda regarding, uh, well, first of all, he's just, you know, congratulating us on the new market. So the comment regarding Beth Lockwood's news story about the man that was arrested for dragging his partner into the woods blindfolded for a little sexual role-playing. Remember mm-hmm. that, that yesterday, Beth? Of course. Well, he hears, uh, Mad Kidda says he hears Psycho Dan's fantasy uh, is similar, but his partner's usually dead <laughs> <laughs> when he drags him into the woods, apparently. That's just rumor. <laughs> And here's a letter, interesting letter from Tom, the Oracle of Useless Knowledge. It says, Congratulations, D, on your syndication. My job brings me to Virginia from time to time, where I have discovered that you have a long-lost identical twin sister who's a dancer at a Richmond strip club called Pure Pleasure on the Midlothian Pike out near Chesterfield. Her rack is a whole lot better than yours. But other than that, she is the spitting image of you off of the Under the Blade album cover. Ooh. Same blonde... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not the best, not my best look. Uh, same blonde hair that looks like a box of dry corkscrew pasta. And like you, her makeup gets her mistaken for Crazy Horse heading out to scalp Custer. The bitch ugly. 
Ask your new Richmond peeps, and one of them will be sure to confirm it. All right? Uh, is that true, Richmond peeps? There's a D. Snyder look-alike stripping at a club called Pure Pleasure <laughs> in Chesterfield. Inquiring minds need to know. Call me. Tell me. 866-550-4D. Your balls are showing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I certainly hope surprise, not. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's a man, baby. Oh, okay. Well, Beth, what else was going on in the news? Well, a few things I'll tell you about. In Finland, a guy mistook his younger brother for an elk and shot him dead at the start of elk hunting season over the weekend. <laughs> an elk. 21-year-old man shot by his elder brother had gone to a field to lie in wait for Elk Saturday evening. Others in his party arrived later, not knowing he was already on the ground. Man I was assume he was dressed well, with antlers and, uh, and an elk suit. No, he was wearing a clever elk disguise of a flaming red vest and hat. <laughs> oh, sounds like this brother may have outed him as a closet golfer. The uh, gear could not be distinguished, however, because it was already dark outside. <laughs> man's brother thought he saw the elk when his brother stood up wearing the giant red vest and hat <laughs> it's an elk and opened fire it's coming right at us soon after realized his mistake <laughs> called an ambulance but it was too late wow Dark said, you and your brother Lightside, you're going hunting together soon, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> Maybe mistake. you'll get your first kill. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a smart man. Dark Side Dave, you are our resident hunter. Sure. How yes. easy or difficult? Well, not that... It, just because he hasn't killed anything doesn't mean he doesn't try. <laughs> right. How, you didn't say successful hunter. I didn't say hunter. that. Right. How easy or difficult is it to mistake a human being wearing red clothing for an elk? Lying down in a field impossible to mistake it. I mean, an elk is a huge freaking right. animal. This dude's wearing blaze orange. No, he impossible. stood up. Yeah, he impossible. stood up. It, no, it's a sham. It's a sham, so you think he just wanted to kill his brother? <laughs> yeah, totally. There must have been some kind of in-family feuding going on there. Total oh, sham. Crazy it's understandable. Fans. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> understandable. It happens. Well, if you loved OzFest, you are going to love the Merry Mayhem Tour. What is being billed as the hottest Christmas tour of the year starts on Halloween. It will star Ozzy Osbourne, Rob Zombie, and Mudvayne. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They say each venue will be transformed into Santa's Grotto and will be full of wild surprises. They were originally going to call it the Black Christmas Tour, but changed the name due to the September 11th attacks (laughs) to the Merry Mayhem Tour. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Ozzy's doing his part by donating the proceeds of his Oz Bless America merchandise to the victims of the attack that kicks off on Halloween in Tucson. Wow. Check your local listings. This guy is, is... Is 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 in danger of encroaching on Kiss territory with with making his name part of different words, <laughs> yeah. Ozmus and uh, and Ozzy New Year. Uh, we went to Ozfest, and Beth, you know that was your first Ozfest experience. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you're going to be lining up for tickets to that, huh? Once a year is good. Mud Van, yeah. Rob Zombie, <laughs> remember that Nick when you were terrified when we were on stage with Rob and he was oh, yeah. charging over the side, yeah. 
Like some madman? I thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> I thought he was going to bite my head off. How can he keep touring? I mean, just Sharon Osbourne's going to wheel him out now for another tour. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the word mayhem and Ozzy <laughs> don't really work anymore, do they? Well, when we saw him do those three skips of the rope backstage, yeah. his midday workout, he's not very menacing. Let's be honest. No, no. Don't get me wrong, Ozzy's a, a good friend, an old friend, a lovely, lovely man, uh, but menacing, mayhem, threatening, <laughs> intense, not words that, that roll off the tongue when referring to Ozzy. Um, plotting. Uh, shuffling. Shuffling comes to mind. Um, a fee, uh, frail. Frail, yeah. the, but Mary, the frail mayhem tour doesn't work, does it? <laughs> no. Mary, Mary, Mary shuffling tour. No, I got to make it sound crazier than it is. But it's still, that guy can still just rock his ass off, mm -hmm. as we saw on stage at Ozfest. Yes, we did. Well, speaking of music, a new Pink Floyd greatest hits package is coming out, and I'm. Not really sure what people will do with it, but see if you can guess. Capitol Records says the two-hour, 20-minute retrospective will be mixed together as one piece of continuous music. David Gilmour, Roger Waters, Nick Mason, and Rick Wright all had active participation in the collection. It'll be released next month under the name Echoes, the best of Pink Floyd, and you can pick that up on CD, cassette, or vinyl. Awesome! <laughs> wow, Darkseid, I didn't realize you were such a huge Floyd fan. Yeah, two, Floyd's really cool. Two and 20 with no breaks, Darkseid awesome. Dave. What is that, 220 minutes? Night. Two hours, 20 minutes. <sighs> Continuous music. Yeah. That's a few bong hits, huh, bro? <laughs> That's a long night. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say? I mean, that's a, that's that's just dark side locked in the trailer mm -hmm. with a couple of good friends, and uh, you know, a hookah <laughs> <laughs> on vinyl. <laughs> on vinyl. <laughs> Look up the record player. <laughs> Hook it up. Michelle, well, Rudy, get the boy. <laughs> get the boy. Hey, do they uh, give you away a razor blade so I can slash my wrists <laughs> halfway through that one? Oh my God. It's not my cup of tea, no. Rudy Giuliani's appearance on Saturday Night Live gave the show a bump. Ratings were up 24% over last year's first show of the season. Early Nielsen results show 17.8 million people watched at least a portion of that program. They had a very had a great opening line, mm -hmm. too. Did you see it? Yeah, when, uh, when Lauren said, is it all right to be funny? And he said something like, why start now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Well, bad news at Condé Nast Magazine's November's issue of Mademoiselle will be its very last issue. Steve no! Florio, president and chief executive of Condé Nast, cited current economic conditions and a continuing decline in advertisers as the reasons. I mean, we're only left with Glamour, uh, <laughs> Cosmopolitan, and 27 other magazines mm -hmm. with chicks with, with uh, low-cut dresses yeah. to choose from? No more Mademoiselle. Uh, what is, were you a Mademoiselle reader? No, I actually didn't care for Mademoiselle. Mm. Oh, look at Sean. He's tearing up. No. It's okay, buddy. This, so, this is terrible. It's sad. <laughs> I know. I know. But there'll be something to replace it for mm. you, my friend. And before we leave, I did want to tell people, especially Dark Side Dave, who's a huge Survivor watcher, that the cast huge. for the Survivor 3 
next show has been announced. I'll give you just some of the highlights, the descriptives of the characters. 25-year-old bartender from Dallas, Brandon Quinton, is gay but was once married. 46-year-old marathon-running dentist from Winter Park, Florida, 46-year-old Carl B. Lanchion, is 21-year marriage with two children. 24-year-old high school basketball coach from Detroit, Clarence Black. Diane Ogden, 42-year-old postal character from Lincoln, Nebraska, is twice divorced. 27-year-old soccer-playing vegetarian Vassar graduate Ethan Zahn, from the left, I guess. Wow. 43-year-old Dutch-born telephone technician Franklin Garrison from Odessa, New York. His wife, Polly, is pregnant. Going home. 27-year-old kickboxing deputy sheriff from Orlando, Florida, who has worn the Miss Puerto Rico Orlando crown, Jesse Camacho. Oh, good. I'm like an attractive <laughs> woman who can kick your ass. 22-year-old Kelly Goldsmith, who is a behavior research analyst from Rancho Santa Fe, California. Hobbies include lifting weights, crocheting, and manipulating men. She ought to be a spark plug. 57-year-old hey, <laughs> retired elementary school teacher from Oyster Bay, New York, Kim Johnson. Is that on Long Island, D? Oyster Bay, that's yeah. right, yeah. Uh, that's, where, um, that's where Ed Norton went to elementary school. <laughs> oh. 29-year-old freelance marketer from Pennsylvania, Kimberly Powers. Nothing more about her. Lex Vanderberg, 38-year-old tattooed drummer from Santa Cruz, California, is married with two kids. Linda Spencer, a 44-year-old cancer survivor who works at Harvard, has spent the last two summers living in Africa with no running water, married with two children. So she smelled when she got there. 27-year-old <laughs> Lindsay Richter, a former ad exec from Oregon. 23-year-old wannabe actor from Tennessee who now tends bar in L.A., Silas Gaither. Teresa Cooper, a 43-year-old flight attendant, real estate agent from Jackson, Georgia, once ran a marathon while nine months pregnant. Yeah. She's married with two children. And finally, Tom Buchanan, 46-year-old goat and cattle rancher from Virginia, an avid hunter, is known as Big Tom to his friends. <laughs> and he also smelled when he got there. <laughs> and there's your cast. Well, it's very exciting. Dark side, are you looking forward to this, uh, the new Survivor? Are you still interested? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Well, here, yeah. you can have, have just, that. Oh, thank you. Have you got a load of them? It looks like they didn't go for such pretty people mm -mm. this sucks. time. No, yeah, they they went for more mainstream. I, I think they're double down and that. stuff will be uh, booted off soon. That chick whose hobby is manipulating men, I'll bet she's attractive. Mm. Yeah. Well, you got to figure. I mean, she's not going to be a dog. No. Manipulating <laughs> yeah. men. Yes, I chased them away. <laughs> All right, we're taking a break. Coming back. This is the part of the show where we ask you, "What did you learn today?" You've been listening, right? You must have gleaned something, gathered something, reaped some benefit of the knowledge imparted to you by D. Snyder Radio. Well, if you have, call now, 866-550-4D. It's toll free, 1-866-550-4D. That's number 4-D-E-E. -E. You'll get it. Anyways, call, tell us what you learned, and if we think it's the best one, we'll give you a prize back. It's got a D. Snyder Radio t-shirt. It's got an autographed picture of the whole team. It's got the D. Euro stickers and whatever else is in there. So, 
Stick around. What do we learn today is next on D-Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. Call the D now. 1-866-5504-D. Radio 104. Can you give me an example of that? Radio 104. Now back. Listen to what this guy said. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Here's a nice letter. D-Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. D, I've never written anything to radio personality, but I think your show is really entertaining. I must admit, the one thing that sets your show apart from the rest, in my opinion, are the sound bites. Darkseid is so fast with them, and they're always so appropriate. I can't believe they actually make me laugh out loud. He's your unsung hero on the show. <laughs> Signed, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Well, Look at that, we man. sing you. You're sung, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get the props from you guys. Yeah, I appreciate good. it. Yeah. I'd hate to think that you felt that way. No, absolutely not. Okay. He, no. Uh, definitely, uh, no, no, he's, he's uh, icing on the cake. I mean, yeah. you know, we go out for a nice lunch together, and you always know that Dark Side's inappropriate snickering soundbite at the wrong time. Really gonna, really gonna just push us over the edge. Leave me out there on that branch, aren't you, D? You crawled out there. I can't believe I was the only one, though. It's still (laughs) weird. (laughs) You are weird. Uh, Okay. Anyway, we've got a bunch of listeners on the line. It's time for what do we learn today? Are we sponsors or none? Oh, I know we can't. That's right. So uh, let's do a little singing, people. You know the words. What we learn, what we learn today. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. Jeff from North Brantford's on the phone. Good morning, Jeff. What's going on, D? How you doing, man? What'd you learn today? Well, today I learned that Nick has got to be the laziest SOB in the world. And how's that? Well, who can't do their own laundry? He's probably spending more time driving back in the forest, back and forth getting his laundry than he would be spending if he did it on a regular basis. Look, Jeff, look, get a dictionary out. Look at the word pathetic. <laughs> you see the little smiling face there? You recognize it? It's Nick. Yep, that's got to be Nick. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. I mean, this is, how much was his laundry bill? Remember that, Beth? When he's on the balls of his ass, this guy is busted, flat, not a penny to his name. He's not eating. How much did he spend on his laundry? I don't remember. I think it was, it was over $100. Yeah. Mm. It was three figures. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did that, but, I mean, Jeff, being from North Bar- Brantford, probably has, like, two T-shirts and a pair of jeans. Do you even know what that area is like? It's pretty yeah. nice. Oh, there's nothing there. Dirt roads and stuff like that oh for the people God. in Richmond oh who don't know. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, that's your excuse that because <laughs> you are... You come from a family with money. You have more clothing. <laughs> yeah. So it's harder to wash all those clothes. You can't be expected to do your own laundry. Than someone from, you know, North Brantford mm-hmm. that has like three articles of clothing right. total. Sure. 
<laughs> keep telling yourself that. So, Beth, what did you learn today? I learned that Yoko Ono thinks she's lost it. She thinks that John Lennon, had he not been killed, would be a hip-hop artist today. Not that, that I have anything against hip-hop and that they don't have things to say. They certainly have things to say, but I just can't see it myself. John Yoko! Boy! John Yoko! Boy! <laughs> we gotta get some of classic stuff in the two versions record. Oh. Um... Have you ever heard the two versions, Beth? I've heard, yeah. Her con- Night- contributions and her screeching. Yeah, well, Mako, my insane best friend, mm-hmm. we used to share an apartment, and he used to play that thing. He was a John Lennon fanatic. The entire album. John, 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 Yoko, 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 John, John, John. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to take your own life. Speaking of a record that should have a razor, straight razor included with it, let's go to, hey, let's go to Richmond and talk to Robert. Robert, Robert, are you there? I think we lost Robert. Ah, lost Robert. Robert, that's not how the game's played. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, call back if that was inadvertent. All right, 866-550-4D. Let us go to uh, Kevin from Bristol. See what he learned today. Good morning, Kev. Morning, D. Beth, how are you guys doing? Good, good. We're good. What did you learn today, Kev? Oh, go ahead. Congratulate, Beth. I just want to say congratulations on uh, Best Marriage and on your syndication. Long-time listener. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much, I want to say uh, Clear Channel's got to kick out some money, I guess, for a hooked on phonics program or either that or it's a lie detector test. Why is that? Oh, you can't spell your own name. I mean, the host <laughs> of the show, D. Snyder Radio, and can't even spell Snyder to get the website correct. Yes, I know. This is a problem. We, we don't problem. It's more... I don't think it's so much Clear Channel as the crummy hires that they um, they get from time to time. But, you know, we can't blame the company for one bad apple in the whole bunch. Hold on, Kevin. I guess that's what he learned is that Clear Channel needs some sort of uh, hooked on phonics or spell checker. Um, well, Snyder with a Y is, a very, is actually the more typical way of spelling it. But not me. Okay. Uh, Dark Side Dave. Tell me, sir, what did you learn today? Well, first of all, I wanted to apologize again for my outburst yesterday <laughs> at the restaurant. I'm, I'm still shocked that I'm the only one that got a kick out of the lady saying black and red snapper. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought for sure, like, Nick or somebody else would have. <laughs> well, you know what? It was thing was that was actually... Um, disquieting was that how quickly you reacted like that I mean it wasn't like you know you listened to something and said oh that's that's funny that's another term for a woman's private parts it was like we have black and red sap <laughs> and you like spit out your drink like that was like hysterical black and red uh, snapper but anyway it is funny but anyway I learned that uh I have nobody that, that that's not going to sell me out from my past your nobody brother. my own brother <laughs> calls me up Take the dagger out of my back. Here you go, bro. Take it. It's yours. You know, if it's hey. not my old lady or my parents, it's my brother. Mm-hmm. There's always the family hunting trip coming up next month. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your back, lights out. Yeah. I'd go with the camo and forget the blaze orange. Yeah. Hey, let's go to Pete from Fredericksburg. Good morning, Pete. Hey, good morning, Dave. How you doing, man? What did you learn today? 
Uh, I learned it was yesterday that uh, I'm going to examine my soft drinks very closely before I drink them. Yeah. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yes, the penis in the mm. bottle story. Yeah. I, that is really just incredibly that is, creepy. That is nasty. <laughs> I, I mean, do you get sued for something like that? But what do you do? Do you have a lineup? See who's missing one? <laughs> down at the down at the old factory? And didn't follow. Oh, oh! Hold on a second there, Pete, you lunatic. Speaking of lunatics, hello, Nicholas. Oh, he's oh, yeah. back. We're going to have the big guns. He's wanted man. <laughs> well, I learned today from uh, Beth that uh, 18-year-old has a shorter limp dick but longer erection than someone who's in their mid-30s not exactly who has larger limp dick and uh, um, shorter erection. And I also do want to clear up that you didn't you didn't really learn it from me. You learned it from a story that I did. Well, yeah, but you're the one who did the survey. You're the one who told me. Uh, so anyway, I learned that today. So I'm going to do some experimenting uh, in my room this afternoon. See if I could find... Some Dick sort of contraption or something that will lengthen my erection as I get older. Yeah. Good luck with all that. Contraption. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like yet, but... Like a rack? Not a rack, but some kind of pulley type thing. I don't well, know. You know let, me, let me suggest something that's worked for me. Try slamming it in a door. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, you know, after I have sex, like, you know how you go down a little bit, but not all the way? You're like, I mean, it's sticking straight out, not up, but straight out. After I have sex, I always walk around like that to brag a little bit, you know, to give her the impression that I am a little bit larger than I am. What do you go out? Side and tell <laughs> no, people like you're the town I don't go crier? outside, but whoever I just had sex with, I just kind of walk around the room a little bit. And yes, it's true. Go this man has no dick. <laughs> All right. Yes. He calls himself Long Duck Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Dave from New Britain. Hard hit New Britain. Dave, it's D. Hey, D, what's up? It's James. I'm sorry. Are you from New Britain? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's James from New Britain. I'll take that. So, James, what did you learn today? Well, I learned today that if you guys ever started uh, betting with each other, with it amongst each other, that I'm going to have to invest in some uh, toothpaste stocks because Nick's going to be getting a whole lot of kissing. From yeah, guys. yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. And you, and you know, you know the way Nick is; he'll he'll find a way to, to cheat somehow to make sure he wins the bet. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Yeah, that was an earlier hypothetical. Someone said, in a, "If we made a bet, what would we do?" Kiss Nick for a minute with tongue, spend the day nude, or huff Dark Side's underwear. <laughs> Every one of us had to go for the kiss. <laughs> the kiss of death. Well, what I learned, well, actually, is what I didn't learn. What is this book? We didn't even mention it, and we forgot all about it, but when we were setting up the Dave Navarro interview, he's from Jane's Addiction, we were told, listen, don't mention the book. And every time we spoke to his people, they were like, whatever you do, don't mention the book. And we don't know what book they're talking about. Did anybody find out what book that is? No, we don't know. All right, well, maybe somebody out there can help us out and let us know. Uh, write us an email, because they kept saying, don't mention the don't mention Susquehanna hats. Like, he was slowly, I turned. All right, read him and weep. What do you got there, Sean? 
All right, Jeff from North Brantford learned that Nick is the laziest SOB in the world. He can't even do his own laundry. Kevin from Bristol learned that Clear Channel needs to invest in Hooked on Phonics for, empl- for its employees so they can learn to spell Snyder with an I and not with a Y. Pete from Fredericksburg learned that he's going to examine his soft drinks before he drinks them. And finally, James from New Britain learned that if we ever start... If we ever start betting with each other, we better buy toothpaste stock because everyone is going to have to kiss Nick a lot. Well, for me, Pete's got it going on. Okay. I mean, that's something, you know, you got to watch out for those uh, penises in a bottle. Would you agree, Beth? Sure. I think that that can be useful for everyone. All right. Pete from Fredericksburg, you're the man. Cold and deal. I'm proud to turn you on to a D. Snyder radio prize pack. So hold on a second. We'll get your information so we can hook you up, okay? All right, man. All right, Pete, keep listening. Dave, Jeff, Kevin, well played, but not today. We got to go. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, it's Sagan Ziva, Psycho Dance Game Show, Sweeping the Nation. You people down there in Richmond haven't played it before. You're going to love it. It's a lot of fun, very entertaining. And we're going to take a test to find out if we're evil or not. Uh, I've got my thoughts on the subject, but we will find out for sure tomorrow. It's going to be a big day. Hope you stay with us. And don't forget, the email address is dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com. Hopefully they have a button for that on uh, XL102's website. Okay? Send us a letter. I read every single one. I don't respond to any, but some get read on the air. And uh, I'm always glad to hear from the listeners, no matter what you got to say. Have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early tomorrow with more D. Year what they were spending on me in college per year. Oh my god. That's how pathetic that is. Every dollar. It's a cruel world. (laughs) Well, that's what I learned that uh, well spent money right there. Oh man. Now he got other things out of college. (laughs) Yeah, cool party tricks. Yeah. Yeah, that are some good nicknames. (laughs) Hola, Sheepa. We still haven't found out what Hola, Sheepa is all about. And you know it's going to be something horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't oh, do anything yeah. like that. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Le- tell me you didn't kill it. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. I didn't make it explode. Death. Um, yeah. Deaths. Deaths here again. Oh. Hello, Death. Oh, hello. Oh, sorry. Wrong voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Death, what did you learn today? Well, I learned that somebody owes you a tremendous amount of back pay and royalties and points since you are the one who wrote American Pie. <laughs> Little known fact. Yes, I ghost wrote American Pie, Death. Yes. Uh, thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to get my lawyers on this immediately. Don McLean, what a hack. Hold on. Big Buddy Holly fan, huh? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I drove my Chevy to the levee. Mm. Well, actually, my words were drove my 1969 Boston 302 <laughs> Mustang to the levee, but the <laughs> levee. But he changed it to Chevy because it rhymes or something. I don't know. Um, Nicholas. I'm yes. an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah. Uh, this morning I learned that. Uh, D might have been a middle, a little misled, and I was happy to clarify for you that a lot of um, women athletes, women who have been athletes for a long time, might look like lesbians because they get their um, they get their periods earlier. So I did some investigating. Seventy-five percent. You have absolutely no idea. Seventy-five percent what? Get their periods early? Yeah, for women athletes, and that's why they look like lesbians. You know, I just you want to clarify that. You open your mouth and just lie. 
I'm not lying. You said I did research on that. I've done research. I was in health class. I was in a lot of health classes. Yeah, and we show we evidence today <laughs> how much you've learned in school. But that number stuck in my head, Beth. That was the important one. Just like hundreds of amendments to the Constitution. <laughs> Close Pay enough. no attention to the man behind that curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention. <sighs> well, I know I didn't learn that. I'm trying to teach you. I thought maybe you got some phone call or some some backup on that stupid statement. That was so early. We didn't even talk about it because it was so insane. Yeah. That women athletes menstruate early. I yeah. thought it was reversed. You'll, no, you'll see it tomorrow on the D-mail. People will come back to you. They get it earlier. I know. 75 75%. Yes. All right. We'll see you tomorrow on the D-mail. I got one last uh, write-in D-mail from Stormy Vixen. Um, she says, good morning, D. Just wanted to say how great I think your show is. And even though I never get a chance to tell you what I've learned, I have learned over the months that even though you guys pick on Nick profusely, you people really do love him like family. Well, maybe the exception of Beth and Darkside. <laughs> so then I'm the only one who loves him like family. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think there's a little truth there, Stormy. Deep, deep, s- deep down somewhere. Deep, yeah, deep, deep, way down. You love deep on the cover. Yes, we love yeah. you. Yes, well, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> had to make it dirty though. Maybe not Darkside. <laughs> Wouldn't go that far. Yeah, you had to love make it me. dirty. He's an all right dude. <laughs> You're an all right dude. Thanks, it doesn't get guys. much better than that. <laughs> Thank you, Dark Side. Yeah. I think you've spoke for all of us. You're an all right dude. Okay, uh, Psycho, could you read back the minutes, please? Yeah, that's great, Dark Side. Dan learned that of the morning show crew, only Dark Side deserves to be an American citizen. Marianne learned that D sounded like Nick when he spoke about the ESPN golf reporter possibly being gay. Death learned that someone owes you, D, a lot of money and royalties because you actually wrote American Pie. And with the write-in, we had Stormy Vixen, I believe, and she learned that we really do love Nick. Yes. We really... Look, he said we. He even included himself in theirs. Nick. Uh, well. Hmm. Hmm. I thought Marianne was good. Yes, she was. Death was quite good today as well, though. Hmm. But Marianne, you know, she had the little extra punch at the end with the can of woman. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was a kicker. Sorry, Death. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Marianne. Hi. Is somebody tickling you back there? Or no, right? it's um, oh. it was, I pulled that one out of my toes. Just I know, like, it was good. It's a little can of woman. Sound like bottle boy, trust me. I trust you. I trust you, Marianne. Okay. All right. Hold on, Marianne. You are our winner. You get the T-shirt and the travel mug and the stickers and the tattoos and whatever else we got in the office laying around. Thank you. Uh, thanks for playing. Hold on. Death, sorry, man. Sooner or later, you're going to hit the mark, but uh, you're close. Andrew didn't get to you. Dan, uh, thanks for playing. And uh, now it's time to go. Dark side. This ride. All right. I can say that the free money Powerball sounder window will be between 4 and 6 p.m. with Chaz today. This is the last week, your last shots at winning $5,000 Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. $10,000 this Thursday by dialing one 33 bucks. If you're the 100th caller, you'll win. All right? 
Nice job, Milo, with the spontaneous citizenship test. And uh, the big news, of course, besides Radio 104 Fest, which is on Saturday, June 24th at the Meadow Music Theater, starring Creed, Seven Dust, Three Doors Down, Blue Assault, Eve Six, and more. Buy tickets now at alltickets.com locations or at the Meadows box office or charge by phone 860-422-0000. 30 bands, $30. That's what it'll cost you for a long seat, all right? But the big news today is we're taking a road trip tomorrow. We will not be here at the station. We will be on the Peter Pan Custom Tour Bus down south, southern Connecticut, starting at Louie's Lunch in the Haven at 6 a.m. in the morning. Where else will we go tomorrow? I do not know. But uh, we'll play it by ear, but we're going to be out there meeting the peeps, giving out pictures, just just getting the lay of the land, Beth. Reaching out. Because they love us in Southern Connecticut. It'll be fun. Have you been they to love New us. Haven? Yes. Oh, that's Are you right. ready? You've played there. Yeah. Oh, New Haven, yeah. Ah, yes. The Agora Ballroom. Back in the day. I don't think that's around anymore. No. So back in the day. You know it's not around anymore. Old school. Right. That's right. Old school. So uh, we'll see all you people down there and the rest of the state who we haven't visited yet. Don't fret. I mean, actually, the weather's still crap. I just couldn't wait any longer. And uh, nice weather's coming. We'll be, we'll be traveling around. We're going to meet you peeps. Okay? Have a great day, everybody. Omar is up next. And he's, uh, he's got the flashback lunch. And this guy is a loose cannon. <laughs> you never know what's going to appear, you know. Uh, the other day, Toto. For the love of God, why Rosanna of all songs? Would you have preferred Rain in Africa? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I would have. I kind of like that one better. The only Toto song I ever liked was uh, Hold the Line, I think it's called. Love yeah, Hold the that Line. That song rocked. Da, 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 da. The only song they ever rocked that they ever did. <laughs> love is it always. Yeah. So uh, he'll be coming out. He'll, like I said, you never know what he's going to play. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the road. Southern Connecticut. This is D. Snyder Radio, Radio 104.